listening to Real Movies with Real Men, the world's first and only movie talk show podcast, baby. This is the story of how three podcasters had an adventure and found themselves saying and doing things all together unexpected. So put down that book, you filthy nerd, and turn up the podcast. My name is Braden. With us today is the guy with a beard more manly than any dwarf's butt. Unlike Gimli the dwarf, he loves getting tossed. Andy. Hey, what's up, losers? And In also with us. loser hobbit books. <laughs> <laughs> books are for losers. And also with us is the guy who has pleasured himself to every scene of Sam and Frodo crying and hugging each other, Muller. The east is where I come from, the, but the Muller is where I live. <laughs> So are we turning this into, is this a spooky podcast now? Yeah, that was a very, that was a very spooky, spooky intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a real movie with a real man. Straight from... Are you guys, are you scared? I'm pretty scared. Oh, uh, good. Well, then it worked. Good. I was thinking back, um, back to our Back to the Future episode, and I was listening to Huey Lewis, Power of Love, and that song doesn't even exist outside of, outside of Back to the Future. Like well, I'm pretty that, sure I've heard it on the radio before. Yeah, and you hear it, and you cannot hear that song on the radio without thinking about Back to the Future. Like, that's it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It plays, like, once a day at my work, and if I manage to hear it, because I tune out the radio quite a bit, but if I manage to hear it, I, as much as I don't like that song, <laughs> I do like that song because I just hear it and it reminds me of Back to the Future. It just reminds me of Marty skateboarding in school, because I think that's exactly when it plays in the movie. Yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Sorry that you're going to say why you don't like the song. <laughs> oh, I, I just think it's a, I don't know, not the kind of song I would like. Man, just Huey Lewis just got a ticket written for him at that point. You get to, what a, what a great brand association that now it's Back to the Future. He's like, he's pretty much more synonymous with Back to the Future than mm -hmm. anything else. I mean, you say that, but there's definitely another movie that I think most people will think of, especially because the character in the movie is directly talking about it. Um, are I you speak, sure? Is that just Bra does Braden know what, the, what, what this movie <laughs> I do, is? <laughs> I do now. Uh, I'm willing, like, if you watched, I'm talking about American Psycho uh, with Christian Bale. Uh, if you watched both of those movies, one back to back, uh, you would more easily associate Huey Lewis and the news with American Psycho because the character literally, like, talks about their, their discography while chopping down someone with an axe. Like directly mentioned. So you're sitting the there watching American Psycho, and he's playing on the stereo the Huey Lewis song, and all you can think of is like, man, I wish I was I watching Back to the hip, Future. I think he's playing. Yeah, he's playing Hip to be Square. Yeah, because he does that little like raincoat jiggle where he like. Waves I'll, I'll his concede. Body. I'll concede that it's equal because I think of when I think of Huey Lewis and the news, I think of both. If I were to hear each individual song, then yeah, obviously I would think of one movie more than well, the, the other. Well, then the problem is that like Back to the Future is just a way bigger movie than than American yes, Psycho, probably. and I do so. like Back to the Future more. Yeah, so. it's a better movie. It's I, I'm watching my American Psycho every six months. Like, it's not. I mean, but it's a pretty popular movie. It's a movie that a lot of people like, especially that's like that that sort of characteristics where he's trying to be like Mr. Charming, cultured guy, but he's also like fending off his own horrible, murderous thoughts, or in the middle of doing something horribly murderous, uh, is really great. And Huey Lewis in the news that scene really ties it's, in it's, with that aspect a, of the character. I can't, man. I can't remember much about that movie other than that scene and that he tries to put a kitten into an ATM mm. at one point. So that was pretty great. Um, <laughs> I mean, is I've he actually trying to like fend off his own like psychopathic? Uh, he does here and there throughout the movie. 
Uh, right. Oh, yeah, it's been you, a little while. He wants I to used choke to watch that like gay guy at one point because he had a better business card than him, and he's like trying to like. <laughs> I gotta watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, we so should. Great. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah. We're watching that at Richards tonight, alongside our Papa Murphy's pizza. Nobody wants Papa Murphy's so, pizza. Every oh man, Papa Murphy's is the best. Like, I was <laughs> so. <laughs> I have never had Papa Murphy's pizza. And I yet, despite that, I will never understand your fascination with it. I don't have to have it and, and see how good it is to know that Papa Murphy's Pizza is stupid. Well, unfortunately, they closed the location. Fortunately. <laughs> Here, so you'll... No, Papa Murphy's Pizza is the best, well, man. What, how you should tell that, explain that fact, is that... You, you bugged us for what two or three years about going to Papa Murphy's. Yeah, and every like, time we have, any, let's just go. Anytime we're having pizza, anytime going, there was a conversation yeah. about ordering pizza, asshole over here <laughs> would always we got to get Papa Murphy's, got to Papa yeah. Murphy's. And of course, there's like usually like I don't know somewhere around five, give or take of us, and nobody wants to fucking bake their own goddamn pizza. <laughs> no one wants yeah. to go pick it's up a pizza. A, yeah, you say, oh, I'm baking the stuff pe- it in the like, oven. You have t- five guys, so you got to get multiple pizzas. And, what do you, you, know. are you, you do not need to get multiple pizzas with a. You can. Oh eat, yes, you do. Uh, that is horse. You you've can, said this before, and you and can it's bullshit. Eat maybe if you're, a, two if you're a real man, you can eat a full pizza to yourself. Yeah, it, pizza is like the like you're just you're just ripping out the cord and just going at it completely uncontrolled. You'll, you oh, can, yeah. I could like if I, I tell I'm blind. I if, could I could eat an it's pizza's weird like that. You can eat like an entire oh, you pizza can just keep without it on. you are oh. eating yeah. an entire Papa Murphy's double stuffed pizza, you are sitting exploding your lard ass out of a bag. I don't buy it because they don't have like Chicago style pizza. It's like the deep dish thing. They don't do it's, that. It's, so. it's no. bigger than a Chicago style deep dish pizza. It's a huge pizza. You've never been to Chicago. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the greatest so tell thing me about your last Chicago trip, Braden. Like, <laughs> I actually uh, lived in Illinois when I was a kid for a few is that, years. So. Is that where Chicago is? Yeah, yeah. fuckhead. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. you get some deep dish pizza there? <laughs> Every day. So, wait, Muller, so finally. Do they have Papa Murphy's? <laughs> <laughs> probably not. You finally, I guess what happened? He convinced we, you, Andy, we to, were hanging to go out. there? I think it was just me and Muller. Uh, we were hanging out. And he would always nag about Papa Murphy's pizza, and I was like, "All right, fine, let's just let's just do it." And I'll just get it over and done with, bake this stupid pizza in my oven and not the restaurant's oven, just to do it once, just and then never do it again. So we drive down to the place, and after like years of being nagged years. about it, I yeah. finally concede. And it had closed down, and it was, but it was like it had like just closed down, so like the sign was still up, yeah. but they just had like a poster over the door that said, "Sorry, we're uh, we're closed." And, and our, business, and our yeah. Abbotsford location, like our location, the town over is closed too. So I'd have to drive like an hour or something to get some Papa Meat. <laughs> it was Murphy's so pizza. I was so fucking happy. Oh, you you awesome. talk about baking it yourself as if like what are you Tom Hanks like you know on that island like starting your own fire like you just turn on the oven and throw yeah. it in and then you just take it out. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but it's you got to bring it home like they're like you're not even You have to bring it well, you're not bring even, home the pizza. You're, you're not even that. being charged any less despite having to do half the fucking <laughs> It's total job. horse crap. You it's are being charged shit. less cuz the pizza is way better than another it pizza. It is a dog shit business model <laughs> and I couldn't be happier that it couldn't survive out here in Chilliwack. I wonder why. That freaking double stuffed pizza man, it's so damn good. like you 
You cannot eat more than a slice or two. Now, it's humongous. You, you can't, but you're a pussy. I can eat like three <laughs> quarters of a pizza, though, like like a normal sized pizza. Like again, it's it, not like Chicago deep dish or anything. It is like, like Chicago no, wait, deep no, dish. Wait, is it? No, no, you don't. Then the, you don't the, know the what pizza Chicago. is. This tall? Bullshit! I've seen their pizzas. We've, we've okay. So I got two guys here who's never eaten the pizza, <laughs> sitting there being like, "Oh, well, I think they have one thinner pizza." So there's have, no way they have a thicker pizza that you can. Order. I have kind of, sort of had their pizza one time. I'm I work. I, I it doesn't. It where doesn't this, count. It doesn't matter. Where this Papa Murphy's Pizza was in in, in our town here, uh, it was in like the same parking lot, shared a parking lot as to where I work. And then one time for you know the work was treating us all for lunch, and uh, Papa Murphy's gave us like samples because they were trying to get in on the on our on our pizza game because we always get from somewhere else because that's the smarter choice to do. Uh, so they brought in some that was that was cooked, and it's like like little samples, and it's like yeah, it wasn't like Chicago deep dish. It wasn't, that's because they didn't. There are multiple. Like, oh, oh uh, uh, the what's the pizza place here? Freaking Jim's. <laughs> yeah, Jim's. They yeah. they don't have a Hawaiian pizza. Someone came in with a vegetarian pizza to my thing. I know all Jim serves is vegetarian pizza. They couldn't. You can't order a different type of pizza. It's like they have multiple types of pizzas. They've got those thin pizzas. And when we went, I would not have ordered the thin pizza. I would have ordered the deep, the, the it's still, three I, inch I, tall. I just feel insulted purchasing this fucking yeah. pizza and then bringing it back and be like, yeah, you got to cook yeah. it in your what, oven. What, you don't want to have the which, most fresh ingredients? You don't want to have it straight out of the mean, oven? What do you mean? The freshness of the ingredients is the same. Maybe, yeah. No, you they're not the same. I've freaking worked at a pizza place, man. Like, they store them. <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do with whether you cook it in the oven or not yourself. No, but they also just have them delivered more often so your ingredients no, that's are more not, fresh. That's not what I'm arguing against. I'm arguing against the having to cook it in your own fucking oven. Yeah, and it's not also gonna be... you don't have to like take a cooked pizza home in a car in some freaking like ins or if the delivery driver has like those insulated packages, just letting your your pizza rot on the way all the way it's to your rotting. house. Well, well, what it's is like rotting if hot. not waiting? Um, and like you get it straight yeah, out of the gonna, oven. Yeah, it's gonna rot yeah. within and five minutes. And it's actually cool just a, enough so when it gets to you, you can eat it right away. Yeah, you can't just eat an, a, a pizza directly yeah. out of the oven. You burn the fuck <laughs> out of your mouth, you idiot. Yeah. You still gotta sit there and wait. But you're not. You're totally not going to. You're gonna start eating it right away because yeah. that's how people eat. And then you're just gonna yeah. burn your mouth. Another fucking downside to Papa Shitty's pizza. I love the amount. <laughs> I love the amount of arguments you have for a pizza you've never had. Like you, it's <laughs> the whole business. It's the whole model of it. Like, I don't like. I'm sure the pizza could be the yeah, most delicious pizza in the world. That's not. It what is I'm the most delicious. Pizza I don't in care. The, world. the yeah. fact that I have to bring it and cook it in my own fucking oven, especially if you're in like the summer too, you're yeah. gonna make your fucking like basement or whatever living room all hot and sweaty and gross. F that man. What are you, I, you're cooking in your basement. Well, I live in a basement, so yes, I am cooking in my basement. <laughs> That's like when you go to a superstore and you got to bag your own groceries. So on principle, I'm like, I don't want to go there. But at least when I do go there, I'm like, at least I know my food's a bit cheaper because yeah, they knock yeah, the price yeah, yeah. down. So because they you think save that on... it's cheaper because they're saving on well, bag that's one boys. Of the, that's one <laughs> of the things. <laughs> like, but you think bag boys are such no, a significant? No, no. But what I'm saying is, superstores their prices generally are a bit cheaper. So I don't feel as bad when I go there and have to bag my own groceries. Way, I'm like, okay, I don't think some money. about that at all. I I just think, oh yeah, it's a it's a good store, and I know I can get through. Like if you go, you try to go to Walmart with like a three hundred dollar you know buggy of groceries, like it's gonna take you ninety minutes for that freaking cashier to ring that out. They're not prepared to take. 
The same with Safeway or wherever else. Like, Superstore's the only place in town that's prepared to take a big order. None of us are buying $300 worth well, of groceries. Well, I'm buying $300 worth of groceries. Why are you buying $300 worth of groceries? How are you going to get all that soup to You're all those one people? Person. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I don't feel bad about doing that, but it's when I'm going to Papa Murphy's and I'm... I'm pay. I'm not saving money, and you I got to are cook my own pizza. saving money. No, you're not. Can't, Why are you that, saving money? What are be, you talking because about? Because you're buying a forty dollar pizza for thirty dollars, and you're baking it yourself. You just go to crap pizza joints that are only selling twenty five dollar pizzas really for twenty five dollars. I don't really have a regular pizza. I'm not a pizza snob like you. I don't yeah. have a regular well. Don't pizza worry. Place, so. Let me make it simple. They're all bad around here because there's no Papa Murphy's left. I'm so glad. <laughs> even even if Papa Murphy's <laughs> come back here, I'm, I'm making I'm making the claim now. I'm fucking never going to eat there because they're stupid. Well, I'm going to... You can bake it at home yourself. Great. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to bake it at, go to I'm a, gonna a bake it at home myself and then I'm going to bring it to you and tell you that it's just a new pizza from Jim's or wherever and you're going to eat it and you're going to be hooked and then you're never going to want to stop and I'm going to make you eat those words it'll, just like you're eating that nice double stuffed crust Papa Murphy's pizza. It'll never happen because I'm willing to bet the pizza's probably just okay. Every food place that it's you absolutely so love is always just like, yeah, it was all right. Didn't you eat <laughs> yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. You ate, so are you referring to Chong King, the greatest Chinese the place food restaurant? Where, that that we, the yeah. place we ate before the, the Curtain Carpenter night at the Yeah. Store? So what's it Chinese? Was totally just it was okay. just average Chinese food. <laughs> you are, you are the only people who have said that. I have brought so many people to that restaurant. Are they all Mullers? No, they're not all Mullers. They're all no, just they're random all people story. that I pick up on the street and buy them Homeless Chinese people? Food. Yeah, that sounds about <laughs> this right. Is the great, no, but like, I brought a lot of friends there, and they're like, this is the... This is the best Chinese food I've ever had in my life. And, and like, you just do everything wrong. It's like, what is Chinese food? You do everything Chinese wrong. Chinese food, you go, you get your chow mein, whatever, your sweet and sour chicken balls or whatever, and maybe some chop suey or some almond chicken, right? You get the three dishes. What does Andy do? Oh, I'm just going to big order one big plate of chicken balls and then, like, harp uh, on the I experience. I don't even remember what I had, but I just remember you wanted to you do some fucking lame shit like we should all order food together and we, we should all order each, yeah and we were both like, like fuck that yeah Mo, yeah we're all gonna order and then mola's just gonna eat everyone's food hey and idiot then... like no good chinese food place will give you a combo plate you always have to order separate plates if a place is giving you a combo that's a really good sign that it's not a very authentic and good chinese food place i thought you love the capital yeah they do that in chilliwack like i'm not going to vancouver like the capital is a tenth of what chong king is I don't know. It's it's just it's the same as your dumb little like yeah. Attengard housing thing. Where it's like let's all just share meals. Won't that be great? And then it it's totally, not about sharing it meals. Totally it totally won't be totally won't be annoying splitting the bill afterwards. That's never annoying. It's never. It, it has never been annoying except for like when you put up a fuss. Like nobody's no nobody's. No, I don't here. put up a fuss. I just cut out. I'm like, all right, I'll just get my. Yeah, so you go and get a crappy meal because you ordered just one plate of like chow mein instead of getting. I didn't. A variety I, I don't of know foods. what it was, but I would never have ordered just one plate of chow mein. I'm not a big Chinese food. I person, know that. But, no. I know for a fact because you ordered the orange chicken and it was. It, like, it was it probably was one sweet plate. and sour pork. That's what I'm gonna guess. Yeah, it's because that's that's an easy generic Chinese food yeah. thing to get. Like okay, so just think about this to yourselves, all listeners at home. How are you going to judge a Chinese food restaurant if you're just buying one gigantic plate of sweet and sour pork? You're not having the chow mein, which is basically you're not even eating Chinese food if you don't have chow mein or rice. Like that's the staple <laughs> starter. And I would say sweet and sour pork is the next most important or sweet and sour chicken. Or this is all, garlic, this is all irrelevant because none of the people listening can taste this food 
that, that we're talking about. Oh, I guess if they just, go just, there. just imagine your favorite restaurant and how would you convince someone to do Oh, th- this Greek islands is so great. Oh, really? Yeah, they have great steak and great potatoes and asparagus. Okay, I'm just going to order one big plate of rice. Wait, this wasn't that good at all. Like, I'm not, I'm not very impressed by this place. Well, yeah, it's because you just ordered one big plate of rice. Like, you need to go and get. There's a no way of I just foods. ordered one big plate of rice. But that's you didn't I order know, a plate of rice. You got sweet and sour chicken. That, that's weird as well. It's like I got to try like a whole big whack load of their I, menu. I wouldn't do that at Greek Islands. Yeah, yeah, you would. Oh, can I have the steak? Yeah, here's, <laughs> yeah, Andy, here's you'd the st- order everything. Here, I would order multiple. Here's dinners. how you order, Andy. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna tell you how you order. I, am tell I you would how like you order. a <laughs> third of the steak, a third of his chicken. Like I wouldn't want. Yeah, that just sound. If so, Greek, listen, Greek islands start doing that, so I'm out too. I'm out of Greek islands. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, well, I guess you're out because when you order your meal at Greek islands, they come and bring you a salad or a soup before you get some fries or some rice on the side and maybe some veggies and your steak. That's like four or five items. Well, Idiot. Are, fine. No another, more Greek islands. Another for you. dumb fucking business model from a lot of Chinese food places. Like, no, you can just get one heap of food. We don't do the combos, and apparently all the restaurants that do do combos are all terrible, according Man, to I you. Wonder, so I wonder what if, a like, stupid model. I wonder if Chinese food is, like, inspired by, like, a country or a culture or, like, people... No, I, th- I think they just invented it here in America, right? The fuck are you talking about? I'm t- it's from freaking China, idiot. Like, that's how they eat things there, and they brought it here. All right, well, I don't respect how they eat things. What, do I, what <laughs> the fuck do I do? Yeah. Am I coming across as someone so, who's, like, culturally respectful on the show? I don't so, give a shit. So then you, like, so, but then you go and you eat it wrong, and then you're like, well, it's their, I eat it's it their wrong. fault. Yeah, you eat it Fuck wrong. Off. That's yeah. like the people. Uh, yeah, the people can we? Like you're playing this video game wrong. You'll enjoy it more if you play it right. Eat shit. How about yeah. that? Can yeah, we? you you would if you were trying to play a game with like inverted controls. Oh, this game sucks. Well, maybe turn the controls to the way that you would normally use them, moron. Like it's like you can ruin your own experience. Of course. I, I, can I, we talk I about how stupid chopsticks wrong. are too? <laughs> Proper way to eat it is you you grab a friggin' fork. Yeah, and you shovel it in your chopsticks mouth. Chopsticks are great. Chopsticks are the, the worst. I took a stand at what is that restaurant called? It was just I don't like, know if you remember. I, I remember I, I was everyone's eating chopsticks, and I tried again. And I was like, I hate this. And you, I'm taking a stand, and I picked it up, and I snapped them into two. <laughs> I didn't expect them to break. And I was like, oh, so yeah, they, they, they were the not mouth. like disposable chopsticks. I don't no, think. They, were, they were like the like the, the, the kind they wash. The kind. <laughs> <laughs> so I just slid them under the, like, the tablecloth, and was like, oh, nothing to see here. <laughs> Anytime I have to use like if chopsticks are my only option, I usually whatever it is, I usually just end up eating with my hands, like sushi, whatever. I'll eat, yeah. I'll eat I use sushi with my hands all the time with my hands. Dude, F chopsticks. I hate them. Yeah, yeah and they're the worst. Chopsticks are great. But they're dumb. No, they're it, stupid. But eating sushi with your hands doesn't make the sushi taste any different. No, but... It's fine. It's like, oh, can I just have the sushi roll, but take out all the innards, just give me the seaweed and rice. And it's like, well, you're eating it wrong. There is such a thing as eating it wrong. You're not eating all the things like with each other that you should be eating them. See, like this, it's, it's now not that complicated. I don't know. There's no disclaimer I, like that on the menu. I, I, I don't know. This like, have you, dumb. like, have you not eaten Chinese food all your life? Do you always order a big plate I don't of eat Chinese sweetness? food very often because I get sick of it like halfway through the meal. Every place in town Even if that I we get go, a combo. You just get a freaking... You, yeah, you get a freaking yeah. combo. You get... Chi- like, Chinese food is chow mein and rice or and, and sweet and sour pork and like some beef chops. This is way too much like talk that. about the different types of Chinese food. <laughs> that's um, not I don't different. know. That's I just, what it is. A couple of weeks ago, me and me and a couple uh, my my brothers and, and a couple of friends had like a risk uh, game night and uh, we we got Chinese food. We got like a nice variety. We shared it like a bunch of fucking mullers. And it was like, yeah, I'm just kind of sick of it halfway through. That's, I'm just not a big Chinese food person. 
But this 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 amazing place in Vancouver that you brought us to was just like, yeah, it's just another. You didn't even have place. like there's <laughs> like there's like. But I guess I didn't try every single thing on the menu. No, there, so. there's three dishes there in particular that are incredible, and you tried none of them and wouldn't listen to any of my recommendations. So that's what do you expect? That's because all you ever eat is like stir fry chicken strips and and what, what's what's the third one, Braden? Help me out. There's there's, there's maybe one. Other. Stir fry <laughs> chicken yeah chicken strips or chicken nuggets and. Uh, what you make like you have your smoothies? Yeah, I get a lot of smoothies. I'm pretty good at smoothies. Yeah, like I recognize that my tastes yeah. in food are different than yours, so I don't. Oh, high high choose. I, and, I, I don't really take anyone's recommendations in food all that seriously because everyone's so different. And yeah. that's why you need to try the Papa Murphy's pizza because you not, love pizza. I'm not. I, I'm tempted, you don't like Chinese food that much. I'm tempted to go to Papa Murphy's, buy a pizza, and then throw it directly <laughs> into the garbage <laughs> where it belongs. I, okay, I will eat Papa Murphy's pizza if you eat it with chopsticks. Yeah. That's but not you, hard. you have to pick it up, the whole pizza up. <laughs> I am with your great chopsticks. with chopsticks. I oh, could pick up. Two, I believe I it. could pick up two full pizzas with chopsticks and just hang them in front of my gullet. I'm not going to be able to eat them if they're a Papa Murphy's because it's too much pizza. It's just you can only eat a slice or two. It's <laughs> it's so much pizza. Dumpster pizza. Do you ever try to use chopsticks just in everyday life to do things? Like what? I don't know. <laughs> right, you have chopsticks, and then you hold and a pen, I hold and then a pen, write. another stick, yeah. another pencil stick <laughs> to write with that. How good are you? Uh, I could probably write your name, <laughs> maybe not my own. <laughs> well, this is uh... chopsticks need to go the way of the horse, like in terms of transportation. <laughs> we don't we don't ride horses anymore because we have the car. We don't use chopsticks anymore because there's a fork. It's yeah. Great, fork is perfect. Yeah, well, it's you Better don't. What are you it. gonna do? Like stab your fork into your sushi roll and just crush the whole roll? Like it requires some finesse. You want to keep it intact. Well, I remember you arguing like years ago when we had this exact argument in watching a movie or something. You you kept saying, "Oh, chopsticks makes the experience yeah, of it, eating better. It's great. It's mm. more fun." <laughs> Stupid. That's like that, that's like saying like, oh, I don't want to. Why would you ever ride a motorcycle? That's stupid. A car will get you there s- safer, and, and especially an autonomous car. It's like, oh, you ever think that maybe it might be fun? Like maybe wh- why why would you ever go to a shooting range? Like you don't need to get good at shooting. Like you're not in a war. A like that's vast, not the practical use of it. Oh, maybe it's fun to do that. There's like, a pretty big like difference it. between between the difference of a car and a, and a motorbike, like there's a whole like wind blowing through your hair and a fork and chopsticks. You're still just picking up food. Yeah. Uh, there's a big difference. I, I don't know. For, if, 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 there's, if there's such a small difference between the two, why don't you just use some chopsticks then? It's got caught no sweat off your back. It's I, such I a try, small I difference. I try every time I'm at like, yeah, like a sushi place or whatever, I always start trying the chopsticks because it's probably the only option. And then I'm like, screw it. I'll just eat with my hands. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> why do you try? Uh, I don't know because I don't really. I don't really. I don't really want to eat with my hands, but I'm forced into that play. Oh, do they, they not give you a fork? You can ask for. Uh, most usually, places you have get them. a you fork. Gotta ask, like, yeah, they, oh, a lot of places you have to ask for, man. They make you. They try to humiliate you. I always have to ask for chopsticks because <laughs> I live in freaking Chilliwack, where no one apparently knows how to use where chopsticks. Everyone has I got a bunch of Neanderthals here. Neanderthals? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like... Chilliwack, the paragon of culture. Like, yeah, we're the advanced ones. It's over in, in the city. Those are where all the idiots are who haven't advanced with culture, right? How about the opposite? Uh, they go back and forth. Like, there's definitely aspects of younger or millennial culture that I, I'm not going to get into at all, but I think that people we would agree is dumb and sure. some that we would agree is good. 
I'm sure there are aspects of the simple, lame, hick town, Chilliwack yeah. lifestyle that's better than Vancouver. There's probably a lot that's worse as well. I mean, so I, you can I don't, fuck right off. <laughs> I don't have a problem with a fork, like as a concept. I think that you'd be a, I think you'd be a pretty big asshole to be like eating watermelon with chopsticks or something like that. Like you'd anything with chopsticks. <laughs> eat, eat Chinese food and Japanese food with chopsticks because like that's how it's meant to be eaten. It's pretty simple. I don't really meant to be eaten. No, it's dumb. I bet you know what. Anyway, time someone you, tells me this is meant to be eaten this way, I'm like, all right, well, if I, that's not the way I was. Yeah, you are. You are such like, a cultural pleb. Like I bet you, if you yeah, were, if, if you had to make yeah. wine, you'd be like, oh, let's just put it in a in a metal barrel. Like that's fine. Like you don't need don't the wood to wine. you don't wine need the gross. wood to like age the wine and uh, color it or anything. You know what? Like that's that. like when people tell me that's different from chopsticks. So you're talking about like how something's made and how it's cooked versus how you shovel it into your mouth. Yeah, it's the same. Basic premise: Only one you're like fumbling around with two utensils instead of one perfectly yeah. designed utensil. I well, eat, in my hands, they act as one baby. Well, I, I eat my food very fast most of the time. I'm, I'm an animal. <laughs> yeah, you are. Fast and, yeah. Well, and, yeah, you're not going to be able to eat super fast. It's going to be bad for your digestion. Right. Give so you diarrhea. people tell me though, they're like, oh, you got to slow down and you got to enjoy your food. I'm like, that's how I enjoy my food. I love eating fast. <laughs> so like, that's how I enjoy food. If Andy wants to eat like that's foreign food with a fork, things. yeah, then that's fine. You didn't play the video game properly. Yeah, it's you the didn't same thing. Eat the food properly. If you just learn to eat it properly, fuck off. I'm not going to. <laughs> I, I love even, eating with a fork. That's how I enjoy it. If you want to eat chopsticks, you can. No, you're that's just not, not as cool. That's me. not true at all. Because yeah, when I bring in chopsticks, I'm you guys. You're just oh, chopsticks are dumb. Like this is dumb. You're saying that that's okay, but that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's just yeah. That's my opinion. I mean, I still I still think less of you, but yeah. Not only are you wrong, but you're wrong in the opposite, where you're the idiot. That's that's what's going on here. So. All right. While we're on the topic of food, by the way, I just have to mention I've been buying a lot of fruit platters lately. <laughs> uh, you know, those, you? Those, the party platters that you get for like, f- they, they, you know, they chop up a bunch of. Why veggies. don't you just buy fruit? No, no, it's too it's too much work. You got to chop it up, and you got to mm. you got to make oh, sure. Oh, so you might. Oh, 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 but it's too much work to cut your fruit. But it's uh, <laughs> not too much to. But it's not too to much work to make your fucking pizza. To bake a pizza. Well, if, if if making the fruit platter was as easy as just literally opening a door and putting it inside, like you keep. To, I have to cook it. You keep saying that as if. Putting something in the oven is cooking. But you have something. to wait. That's not anything. Like you got not, you gotta wait. A if you're getting multiple you to, if you're getting you multiple pizzas. If you're not a loser like Muller, only eating one well, slice you, of you a fucking you like pizza, a, yeah. you're gonna have to cook multiple pizzas. <laughs> not everyone has a gigantic oven. Like mine's not that big. I don't even know if I could fit a large. But pizza. even yeah. Yeah. apparently these cheap pizzas are gigantic as but well. They're not too. A, a gigantic in like they're gigantic in height. You know, they're just a normal large size pizza. Like, and then yeah, you gotta you gotta fucking heat up your living room and shit. If it's in the middle of summer, it's what like we'll never go to Papa Murphy's because an oven makes it makes, makes a the difference. room hot. Like turn on the fan. Yeah, that'll fucking do it. It's like like a big convection oven, like that's just heating up. You, you know, a convection. Home. The word convection means that there's I actually fans. Don't know what it, means. it means there's fans in the oven. To take that away. I know that when I turn on my uh, when I have to cook something for like more than half an hour with my oven in the summer, it makes my like my whole living space really hot because I don't have a gigantic I don't have like a full house or anything. So right. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't usually. I couldn't imagine a scenario where I would need more than two of those gigantic pizzas. And an have, average oven has two of those, like at least two of those little, you know, the levels. Stupid. It's just the whole thing is just insulting to me. Like, hey, yeah. you got to cook it. It's oh, great. So anyway, you got these fruit platters. Right, too, right. Too yeah, so they, you know, they'll come with cantaloupe and pineapple <laughs> or watermelon and stuff. And what's been it's been making me so mad because they'll just 
they'll take out the good because it, it, it kind of rotates seasonally, right? And there's always a freaking honeydew in there, man. And it makes me so mad because it's like, like they'll take out strawberries and put in a honeydew. Like at, at what point is a chunk of honeydew any what equal? Like if you're talking about wanting to pay less, like I should be paying less for these fruit platters if there's a honeydew present. Like that makes me... Honeydew's awesome, man. Dude, this honeydew is, is fine, you, but you I don't want to replace a, strawberries with it. You have opinions on, on food that are like, you always feel like your opinions on food are objective. You're always the weirdo. You think that food, strawberries man. and objectively more expensive fruit are equal to a honeydew? Like, it's even in your own taste buds. You it's fucking apples shithead. and oranges. I agree, so, so I agree tell me. with you. Yeah, so I, tell me. I agree with you that I yeah. like strawberries more than honeydew. I don't really like honeydew. I don't either. know anybody who but likes honeydew more than strawberries. It's subjective, Brayden? you idiot. These are all your opinions on food are always so, like, you act like it's an objective, like... I like, act like it's a popular opinion. No. No, no, the way, uh, Brayden, the way you honeydew would. or strawberry? What would you rather Okay, have? I'm going to say strawberry, but... <laughs> Honeydew is not the worst thing, and the, the cantaloupe is the worst. No, cantaloupe is great. garbage. I, I'd rather have cantaloupe two, two to one. I wet my butt honeydew. with cantaloupe. Yeah, cantaloupe's <laughs> a great fruit, and that and that's a tough. Once again, cantaloupe's gross, you're asking man. me why would I buy it? It's like cantaloupe is a tough fruit to get at the right ripeness. Like it's like <laughs> nine nine out of ten cantaloupes are not good, right? Like they're like overripe or underripe. You get the fruit platter; they have to give you the right ripeness. Mm. So. All right, do we do we, we want to talk about movies? Or are we just going to talk? Are we going to continue talking about the ripeness of fruit? <laughs> okay, let's talk about some movies here. I think that was our longest preamble ever. Uh, my most hated movie ever of, of the, week. the week is the Hobbit trilogy. It's the Hobbit. Oh, the Hobbit. Hobbits. All right, you Hobbit guys, are you guys ready for this? Uh, I'm never. No. Yeah. <laughs> Get it over with. Somewhere. <coughs> Somewhere, deep in the hills of New Zealand, or a warehouse or something, lies a great evil, an old, fabled, dark sacrament intent on bringing about the destruction of Middle-earth. Well, at, at least the story of Middle-earth. This power reaches far to the edges of every tale and story. It haunts every corner of the earth with its rotting, congealed stench, turning movie theaters across America into a festering bog. One evil to corrupt movie executives all. One evil to bind them. One evil to bring them all, and in the darkness, make them horribly, make them make horribly stupid decisions to ruin a perfectly good children's book by turning it into some epic piece of dick cheese. This is the same evil that stole the one ring from Tolkien's dead, clammy, grave-buried fingers. And that evil is the cartoon dollar signs that flashed across Hollywood executives' eyeballs, complete with the slot machine animation and everything. That evil is the bloated nine hours of screen time that should have only been four. That evil is... The Hobbit Trilogy. Nine hours. That's disgusting. Do you guys know the uh, technical term for dick cheese? <laughs> oh, my God. So there's an actual medical term for it. No. Smegma. Oh, that's a... I, I like, believe that's... I feel correct. like I've maybe heard that somewhere. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, that's like, like, doesn't that chicken Mad Max use the word smeg as like an insult? She, yeah, she says something. She she says all these I remember words. looking it up. I don't remember what it was, but that, it was some Australian slang. For dick cheese. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that sounds Apparently. like it. Anyway. So, this mo- 
there is four hours of probably all right solid movie. Of, in, in, all in, right in, is in, all right is a key word in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I want to say better than all right. I think with a good edit, The Hobbit might be pretty decent. There's probably a fan edit out there, eh? Where There's probably just... a good movie. It has it, a couple yeah. fundamental flaws, which I'm sure we're going to get to, that I think a fan edit might not be able to fix. But yeah, you, there's a lot of what you're We're saying. There's, there's a lot of fat you could trim. Yeah, definitely the uh, the the big focus on 3D in this movie, yes. uh, and the 48 frames per second, yes. and the really heavy reliance on green screen and it, just way too <laughs> much animated stuff um, is the first thing that pops pops into my mind as unfixable. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Especially it's like the a fan one. edit you could trim out some of the fat, but when you talk about uh, the green screen stuff. I mean, I don't know how much, where, where you, where and when you want to get no, into it, stuff. I, it's not a big focus. Sure, so. um, but yeah, you you watch the Lord of the Ring trilogy, which Peter Jackson, you know, known for uh, practical effects sort of stuff, kept that as true as he could with a big spectacle movie like uh, like Lord of the Rings, a big epic. Yeah, movie. Yeah, I think he had like a mile of chain mail that they had to make. Or yeah, something but like ridiculous. all the all the orcs and stuff looked awesome. All the sets were really cool. They had like cool miniature castles that they used to film with and. Yeah, and then you get to The Hobbit, and it's that typical. That's that green screen look where everything just looks mm -hmm. super fake, super sterile. You know, oh. We've talked about it a million times oh. in the past. Like the Star Wars prequels? <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> How could it. you? 32 minutes <laughs> in. <laughs> no, but this is, this is the... So The Hobbit, to me, is the perfect example of a studio messing up the movie. Big time, yes. And it's like, okay, we're going to make two movies. Uh, they were originally for, making yeah, two? Yeah, they were originally making two movies, and then... Then they start kind of getting into it. It's like, oh, oh let, no, 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 we gotta, we gotta pull a third movie out of these movies. And well, add it, I remember it having a pretty, a pretty long-winded pre-production nightmare. Like originally, what's his face? Guillermo, Guillermo, del, Toro. Guillermo del Toro was it right, originally right. attached, and I think initially it was just going to be one movie. But and then they're like, now we're going to do two movies, which is probably fair. I think two two-hour movies. Yeah, would yeah. Have been fine. Um, Although it would be yeah. weird to watch a two-hour like Lord of the Rings esque. Because you're so you're expecting the long well, but, movie, but right? But here's the so. thing: like one of the fundamental problems with the Hobbit movies is they tried to make them like the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, and the the Lord of the Rings books and the Hobbit book they're very different tonally. Oh yeah, they're totally different. Um, when when he was, I read a little bit about it. When Tolkien was writing the Hobbit, he didn't initially view it as this band, this grand book series, like this book franchise he was going to have. It was just this one-off story. But then when he wrote it, he was like, yeah, I got some ideas to, to build off of this. So tonally, it's like The Hobbit's like this happy little children's tale. And it's fairly short. I think it's like 200 some odd pages. Lord of the Rings is like three huge We got books. nine hours of content from 200 page yeah. novel. Insane. Well, I think they also pulled from some like obscure the Tolkien Similarian or whatever it is. Some, some yeah. nerd Yeah, that, I mean, that's one of my big points is that none of that should be in this movie yeah. at all. Like it's just... It, it just should have been, yeah, <clears throat> cut all that, that, that Similarian whatever stuff out of it and change the tone to be more fairy tale-esque. Uh, yeah, that's Lord why of the Rings. It, needs to, it needs to be a similar but yeah. different tone than Lord of the Rings, and they didn't try to go for that. Yeah, right? and Guillermo del Toro would have been perfect for that because a lot of yeah, his probably. like horror, scarier movies always have like that that kid, like children's fantasy, but dark, a slightly dark vibe to yeah, them. Yeah, what happened? He'd have been he really good. Well, and also, also his uh, attention to practical effects yeah. and creature effects yeah. would have been great with all the Lord of the Rings orc nerd stuff, like. Mm -hmm. 
would have been great. Yeah, did, did he work on it at all or like I don't uh, know. I, I think know, he sure. developed sort of it. Like Peter Jackson kind of got fucked on this one. It's actually hard to blame him for any of the Hobbit wrongdoing. Like that's he, why I say yeah, it's the studio like yeah, because I know than, there's like a little short like almost mini doc on YouTube. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, of of when he had to jump in, he had to jump in and like the sets were already built, but he had to like rewrite some of the script and. Uh, he had basically had to work on this movie like 23 hours a day. <laughs> like it was apparently like really, really bad and stressful. And he just jumped in to kind of save it because I think he really likes that universe, like the Lord of the Rings stuff. I don't know exactly what happened with Guillermo del Toro. I know he was like had some kind of frustrations because it kept getting delayed. And he just said, ah, I'm out of here or something, something like that. Right, yeah. Huh. I mean, if we're talking about like kind of comparing it to Lord of the Rings too, it's when you watch Lord of the Rings, like you go to watch the movie and then you get the extended editions that come out a year later. Yeah. Um, yeah. And apparently there's enough content for like some ultra extended edition where each movie is like six hours long or something. Right? I remember liking the extended editions less. You, well, yeah, well, that's exactly what I was going to say is like the extended editions are actually a little bit bloated. Like yeah. The, the, yeah, the pacing yeah, of exactly them. I, mm-hmm. I, I have, I used to watch them, you know, cause it's one of my favorite trilogies and I used to watch them and now I've, I've been like, yeah, mm-hmm. I had the extended edition. I was like, hey, does anybody have the original edition that I can? Yeah. Actually, I was really annoyed because like I couldn't like you. Why can't you just play the original edition on the on the Blu-ray? Is there not the, two options? No, no, you have oh, to watch the extended. edition. You have to buy a copy of each if you like want your oh. pick. And yeah, it's like, I've made a similar mistake. I remember when the extended editions first came out. I picked them up on Blu-ray, the whole like trilogy and the stupid box set. Uh, I think I've watched the first one. And then I realized, like, oh, yeah, I forgot how much I don't really care for the extended oh, it only gets stuff because the, pace, the, stuff. the yeah. pace just gets broken. The pace is really yeah. bad in them. It's, like, it's pretty brutal. So it's, like, but they cut that all, all out, and they, like, made, like, a really good mm-hmm. theatrical... Yes, they recognize that uh, movies are different from books. You have to... There's certain things with the movies mm-hmm. you have to trim that don't play for a nice pacing, nice nice storytelling in that medium. Yeah, so you have all of this content from this book. Like, I don't know, how many pages is all three Lord of the Rings? Probably like 1,500 pages? I don't know, I've or, never touched one. Like, yeah. they're, 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 they're pretty, beefy books. They're beefy books. 12, 1,500 pages, I'm going to assume, for all of it. And they have to cut a lot of that down so that they can get, prob- I think, a, a similar, like, nine or ten hours of mm-hmm. screen time between <clears> the three of them, or... Three, three and a half. Not, yeah. I remember Return of the King, the third one, being very long. It's even like in the theater before the extended 10 edition. 10 or 11 hours, probably. Um, and they had to cut a lot out to fit all that in. So you're cutting out a ton of the book. Um, compared with The Hobbit, you're taking 200 pages and just expanding it into way yeah, more yeah. than Adding in all these stories from, from other works to, to pad that running time. And oh, yeah, man. taking like huge... like. Making huge giant epic scenes like the the what the barrel white waterfall. Barrel, yeah, thing. I was gonna bring that up at some point, but uh, it's a cool scene. But it's definitely like you are padding the running time. Oh, it's yeah. like you're adding like this whole thing. The elves and the orcs show up at the same time, and they're all doing their their ninja moves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, so you have um, you have this. If we're gonna talk about some of this bloat, like sure. you talked about the barrel scene, which is like a. A 30-second scene in the book, and it's like a, a whole scene. A scene I actually liked, even though I know a lot of people Which movie it. is the barrel thing? It's in. in the second one, I think. I believe it's in the second one. I think so. Anyways, yeah. So, you know, they just escape in some barrels from a prison, but instead now there's this big epic chase scene, and it's kind of yeah, fun. The barrels I, are rolling. I do understand their, them wanting to beef that one up a bit more than the books. Um, but... 
it was like it just felt so over the top. And then the CGI-ness that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, the CGI before, creeps away into that scene it real came bad. in and, and made it that much that much more bloated feeling. Cause like now suddenly it's like it was supposed to be this simple little thing that perhaps you could you could beef up a bit. Now it's a big epic action scene. Legolas is there and he's jumping on the heads of the, the people in the barrels like across while, yeah, that's, while see, shooting that's, arrows. <laughs> it's like this is getting a bit Michael Bayish right now. <laughs> yeah, so you have um you have that barrel scene, you have this love triangle. Oh, dude, I so totally brutal. fucking forgot about the love <laughs> triangle. Oh, yeah. barf the worst. <laughs> so you have Kate from Lost. Yep. Uh, who's, who's not a in, character from the books at all. She's, right. she's, she's a totally, totally made up character. Totally made up just to have a weird yeah. love triangle. Yeah, between her and two dwarves. And then... No, her, a dwarf, and Legolas. Legolas. Oh, right. Who but, was also not and, in The Hobbit. Yeah, correct. Right. Legolas is not in the Hobbit. And, either, and so, you, so and you have to have like so the dwarf that she's falling in love with has to be like he's a very human looking dwarf for yeah, some reason. Yes, I, he's I, definitely like the handsomest. I kept dwarf. forgetting he was a dwarf. Like, yeah. I, I know he's short, but I, I just thought of him as a human because he's not dwarf looking at all. Really, no, all the other ones have like a big nose or some crazy yeah. beard. They, they, yeah, they're, they're all pretty, ugly. Pretty like good dwarves. job with the character designs. Not as they're good, good as designs, the Lord of the Rings uh, ones, other than them being like really. You know, uh, the main dude too. What of Th- Thoron or Thorin? 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 Thorin, I think. Thorin. Thorin. Bit torrent. The main, <laughs> the king dwarf. Like Some he looked crime. pretty yeah. normalish too. But the, yeah, that other dwarf, uh, the love triangle dwarf. Like he was definitely like the most handsome. Like the most obviously young, like handsome. handsome. Yeah. Like yeah, and and then yeah. So I remember just feeling like like I was not rooting for anyone in that love triangle at all. Like I was rooting. No, I was rooting that I was they rooting all for die. The, <laughs> rooting for the orcs to take over and yeah. club them to death. Yeah. So you. So that's probably forty minutes of extra runtime for that love triangle. Yeah, that be, is an between interesting between all thing. the movies. Uh, we talk about it being so bloated, and yeah, an editor would look if an, like a proper editor like for magically the studio's like yeah we want you to critique. Like, like critically look at this. Yeah, try to shorten this runtime yeah. so that we'll make what's, you know what's the good art, artistic choice? Well, they're never going to do that because yeah, they wanted three movies to to make because three movies make more money than two movies. Then, certainly then, more then than one, one movie. You're yes. talking about an extra of six hundred million dollars yes. or something. But a, a good editor would look at that and be like, all right, we'll just cut everything with this love triangle. Keep, take every bit of it out. And yeah, that's probably like a solid at least half hour. You probably yeah probably right with like oh, forty yeah. minutes. You could cut out so much, so, and especially that character Kate, uh, Elf Kate. Uh, she's not even in the books, so she's not crucial at all. Just cut her right the fuck out of there. Like, sorry, um, the the third Hobbit movie, which is my which is the worst one. Yes, by far. Uh, grossed a billion dollars. What? So that's an extra two billion dollars. It by is very interesting. Two other movies. It's very interesting that they can uh, siphon that much money out of Lord of the Rings because these Hobbit also movies, these Hobbit yeah. movies weren't that well regarded. Certainly not a billion dollars worth. Uh, but they managed to squeeze out that much just out of how good the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah that's what I was were. gonna say. Like, I think the Hobbit is entirely carried by yeah. people's enthusiasm. It's it's a totally the that case of overhyping something, like people pre-ordering video games and stuff, and they're so excited about something. It's like you haven't even seen it yet. You don't know if it's you don't yeah. know if it's any good. I, I I really feel that if Lord of the Rings wasn't already this huge success, like I don't think the Hobbit would have done nearly as good. Um, it might have done all right. Like I think people are pretty stupid, so like they probably <laughs> still would have liked it because yeah. there's lots of. But you know what uh, does stand on its own, completely without any other franchise to latch onto? Gremlins. That's <laughs> what stands completely on its own. Let's get to the fan favorite segment: Gremlins of the week. I have the honor, and fortunately, we've kept Muller away from doing Gremlins of the week. 
Because I had such a good gremlin that I just I made you all look so dumb. It's just like hot fuzz. You're sending me to that. Because he doesn't even know what a gremlin is. So this week's gremlin of the week. week. It is multiple gremlins, which I think I've done in the past. I I like to multiple, you know, more gremlins, more fun. (laughs) I'm going with the kitchen massacre gremlins. I had a feeling. It's shocking to me that we've held off on these ones for so long because they're. Memorable ones of I think. the first Gremlins movie. Uh, they're definitely some of the most memorable Gremlins. That, that's the scene that you remember from the first yeah. Gremlins. Like I, I, I yeah. didn't remember much except for this scene with the blender and the that scene microwave. and the that scene and the yeah. bar scene definitely are the ones like the standout scenes. Yeah, I didn't remember the bar scene though oh, from a kid. Because like you're 20, a kid. I have like twenty Gremlins from the bar scene. We watched them. <laughs> I remember it now. Well, I'm saying like I from, mean he was he was only oh. like 14 then, so I'm, he, was, I'm saying, he was a kid. So. <laughs> I'm saying when I watched it when I was a kid to when we watched okay, it like six sorry, months yeah. ago, like I didn't okay. remember much other than yeah, putting that gremlin in the blender and uh, so yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple things that make these kind of the some of the classic gremlins uh, from the first Gremlins movie. There's this fucking sweet buildup to their intro. Like the mom, she sees the hatched eggs, which look great. They're all gross and practical effects. They're all like gooey out the side and great. But so she knows there's something in the house. She can kind of hear them fucking around. She looks over at like the record player. It's playing like some Christmas song because after all, this is a Christmas movie that that the movie forgets itself. Um, But if you look, there's like... Dust, there's like dust all over the record player, and there's like paw prints or what, what claw prints from yeah. the gremlins. There's like scratches in the wall. It's really subtle, and I think like you probably can only notice watching it in HD versions. I'm gonna bet right. that like older, like when it first released, like on VHS and then on like its DVD release, probably couldn't even see that because you can only really see it in HD. But yeah, she starts to walk over to the kitchen. She looks like away from the hallway, and then the hallway you can see like a shadow of a gremlin pop up, and then it disappears as soon as she walks over. So there's this great like horror style buildup and then she walks around the corner into the kitchen and she sees this really gross looking gremlin just sitting on the counter eating a gingerbread man but he's got all the icing like all over his face and stuff and he's kind of snarly just being a jerk ruin the the stuff she baked earlier and you've seen it before and then but he's sitting beside this is the first of the kitchen gremlins um, he's sitting beside like this shitty blender made by his dad, the Peltzer brand. Oh yeah, because his blender. dad's like this inventor guy who has all these really dumb inventions. That, yeah. Like- so she turns. So she quickly like comes around the corner before the gremlin even really sees her. Turns on the blender and then pushes him into it, and it doesn't have a top, so it's like everything's just spraying out. And what's great about this? This is one one minor critique I would say of the first Gremlins movie is his dad has all like the dad character in the movie has all these wacky inventions that kind of like don't work. But they don't really use any of them throughout the movie. And right, it would have yeah. been, been fun to see more of these inventions play a bigger part. It would have been a better like setup. Like every invention had actually was a perfect way to kill gremlins yeah. like or something. Yeah, yeah so. or they just they just popped up more. Like, but there, there's only really one setup and payoff for it, and that is this this blender that she pushes it into. And yeah, it's like it's, they don't draw a lot of attention to it because it kind of just seems like a blender too. Like yeah, like I didn't remember that that was his dad's invention. Like yeah, it's got the Peltzer brand on the side of it. But yeah, and like his like dark green gooey blood like sprays everywhere it's really oh, great that's awesome um and then this and then she's like kind of looking at it and she doesn't see the second gremlin but the second gremlin 
just whipping plates at her. And she's like, ah, and like freaking out. She grabs like a TV tray beside her and like uses it as a shield. And this gremlin's just fucking whipping plates. And this was, well, I think when I first rewatched this uh, as an adult, realizing that, yeah, the gremlins are not this, this, uh, crazy horror monster like most horror movies they're just jerks yeah because this guy it's like he's not this like super hard like how are we gonna kill it he's just this little creature throwing plates just being a fucking dickhead and she's got a knife in her hands and she just stabs him to death and just just and over and over and over again he's just like squirming and screaming for help and then just as she kind of nails the final uh knife blow Another gremlin whips a cookie tray at her full of the gingerbread men that the other gremlin was eating. And he's standing beside the microwave. I don't think that was a pelting microwave. But uh, she's standing beside, the gremlin's standing beside the microwave. So she pushes it into the microwave, closes it shut, turns it on, and the gremlin just explodes in this oh, really yeah, gross, grotesque, man. like... It's it's one of those moments where I can see where they had problems rating this movie because this is kind of a goofy children-like scene. But it also has, like these gremlins being brutally murdered, like exploding and being blended mm-hmm. and being just stabbed to death. Fucking great. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite uh, gremlin. It's, it's one of my favorite, like, iconic gremlin moments. It really yeah. stands out as, yeah, this is kind of what makes the gremlins. It's got the horror elements. It's got the goofy kiddiness elements. It showcases kind of who the gremlins are. They're just jerks. Mm-hmm. And also, like, how fucking badass is the mom in yeah, that scene? Like, she's, she's, she's very, like, typical mom throughout the whole movie. And then all of a sudden, she's just murdering the fuck out of all these gremlins, just mm-hmm. beating the fuck out of them. She knows how to take out the trash. And then it also leads into one of uh, my previous gremlins of the week, the Christmas tree. That's gremlin. right. That's directly the scene directly after. So. She, does she just like stumble into the living room after that, or like she hears she hears that toy going off? That's, that's, right. That's okay. uh, in the the stocking that she thinks is okay. a gremlin. Blah blah blah. I already covered that gremlin. But yeah, it's yeah. it's like directly after she kills those gremlins, she goes towards the Christmas tree gremlin. Fucking great. That's a, that's, awesome. a, that's a solid like five minutes in that movie of just great gremlin massacre, gremlin horror moments, and mm-hmm. gremlin silliness. Just great. Fucking gremlins all around. Great gremlin. Great job. Let's get back to the hobbits. Gremlins are way cooler than hobbits. So gremlins, yeah, I was going to say, gremlins versus hobbits. Who wins? Gremlins. Every day. All day. Fuck the hobbits. The hobbits would just get so infuriated because the gremlins would be like stealing their gold and their Arkenstones and stuff. Well, most hobbits are just, they just act like retired people. So yeah, the gremlins. Oh, sorry, I thought you said dwarves, not hobbits. Yeah, they show up in the Shire, man. They'd take over quick. Oh, yeah, those hobbits, they, they, they would just probably leave. They'd get so annoyed. Yeah. Fucking hobbits. They don't like leaving home, though. <laughs> Gremlins are way cooler, wearing, like, 3D glasses and stuff, making a ruckus in the movie theater. Yeah. I mean, I don't think way hobbits cooler. are supposed to be cool. <laughs> they're well, just good, because like, they are They're supposed to be, like, really yeah, like, no, timid, supposed to be like timid retired and bland. Basically. And, yeah, they're basically retired people. Yeah, they totally are. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an allegory for... <laughs> for Florida. <laughs> That's what the Shire is. Yeah, the Shire is Florida. <laughs> so... We have this these bloated movies. So we went through the we have this love triangle between Kate from Lost and the elves. That's a good forty minutes. We got the barrel scene. That's like a ten minute scene. Yeah. Um, we so at the end of the second movie, there's this there's this probably thirty minute scene where the dwarves like melt this giant the stupidest gold. fucking scene. <laughs> I'm really glad you didn't review this before, so I can get your genuine reaction of like these scenes you forgot about until now. I remembered um, that one knowing uh, going into today's episode that we were going to talk about the Hobbit. I remembered that as some like I fuck it like that was that's one of the things I want to talk about because it was so lame. Like I hated it while watching it, and the more I thought about it after, like I hated it. So it's at the end of the second one. 
Yeah. Uh, the dwarves, uh, they've, they've broken into the smog, the dragons, their, their home kingdom that the dragon had taken over. They're um, there. They're home. There's just a dragon between them and the prize. And there's like this big sort of tr- pseudo epic fight with the dragon where the dragon's trying to kill the dwarves. Um, but because it's the end of the second movie, they didn't want to kill off the dragon. Yeah, and like uh, end the conflict. Yeah, another so, good reason why this doesn't work as three movies. So and I'll get into that more. Instead of killing it, they like build like the in their castle because dwarves are obsessed with gold. That's pretty, and dragons too. I guess I guess everyone's just yeah. obsessed with gold. <laughs> um, they uh, so they have like this smelting place, I guess, and they so they they melt. It's like a foundry. It's like the foundry yeah, sort of in like Terminator Two. Yeah, the, so they go to the just foundry cool. in Terminator yeah, Two. They, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they bring smog over yeah. there. They've got the T one thousand there. They set up a trap. Uh, they bring all their gold. They melt it down into a giant gold statue, knowing of that, a T one thousand. Of a T one thousand, knowing that. Uh, T one thousand, yeah. Um, knowing that the dragon would be like all entranced by it, like, ooh, what is this? And then when the dragon gets close, they somehow push the like half melted statue gold. It onto makes him. no sense at all. And I, they they push it onto him, and they're like, "Yay, we did it!" But like, I'm not a big. Well, so it covers him, like it. it it's, yeah, it's, it can, they might as well have poured a bunch of boiling gold onto. They the try dragon. and do, yeah, pretty much. They try and do like a slight sort of bait and switch moment where it's like, "Oh yeah, they've killed the dragon," but. I'm not a big fantasy person. I don't read any of these books. Like, I like Game of Thrones. I like the original Lord of the Rings, but pretty passive. I don't read, like, a lot about orc stuff. I don't fucking know stuff. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> not, uh, not, not looking at I'm a lot of I'm not huge into that, but I know anything. that one of the typical things about dragons, like, one of the established things about most dragon lore is that, and maybe this is just Game of Thrones talking, that you can't kill them by fire or heat. No. So they, they dumped a bunch of gold onto it that's not going to melt quick enough to, to... He loves gold. He loves gold. He's and just sitting here sleeping he in the gold g- for 100 years. He loves gold, and he's synonymous with fire. Uh, <laughs> so it didn't work, and then he's like, all right, well, fuck this. I'm going to go kill the people in Lake Town as punishment for you doing this. Something like that. For, yeah, kind <laughs> so of, he, for covering so me in all the gold I love. So he flies off, and then the movie just ends. And it's the most limp dick ending for a movie. I remember thinking when I, when I heard they were doing making this, this Hobbit story into three movies, I remember thinking, I wonder how they're going to end the first and the second one. Because the ending of a movie, you want some kind of big kind of conclusion. Some yeah, kind there's, of totality. There needs the to be... There's the, if, you have, if you have a trilogy... You yeah. have one overarching conflict, and each yes. movie has its conflict that adds up to the yeah, last Yeah, you got to have like a satisfying, some kind of conclusion to each one. And yeah, the then, end of the second Lord of the Rings is like the Helm's Deep battle, right? That's what. And then Gandalf yeah, comes over remember. the hill with yeah. all the horses yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and saves them all, and then, and then they're one step closer to Sauron. The end of the first one yeah. is. Um, it's like. Well, they're, the first Orokai shows up. And then, um, oh yeah, he Bormier, kills, he kills Bormier Bormier dies. Bormier, yeah. and There's yeah. this, this battle, and then the and hobbits then they, and Sam the, and Frodo like commit the to escape on their own. Yeah, yeah. and the, yeah. They, the the fellowship disseminates. That's the major event. And then yeah. the last movie, of course, they defeat. Which Sora. they they almost did what? an okay enough. They they <laughs> almost spoiler <did> alert. <laughs> <laughs> they almost did an okay enough job with the first Hobbit. Like I remember it having a conclusion that was like, okay, it was just after these fight with the goblins, I think, and the I Goblin King. Re- I oh, barely they're, they're remember. They're like up in a tree or something like but that. But it is after like a big escape scene and a bit of an action scene or something. The end of yeah the second one, what desolation of. Smosh. Um, <laughs> it just felt like. The movie ended and everyone... I just remember that feeling of everyone in the theater being like, oh, oh, it's over. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I'll see, see you next year, I guess. <laughs> Great. And then the thing that was that makes it even more limp dick at the beginning of the third one, which which like the third one, I remember thinking like, how are they going to make this into an entire movie? It's basically just one fight scene. They, they're not you know clever like a George Miller type or whoever the guy that is directed John Wick. Um, how are they going to stretch this out? And I remember thinking, okay, they'll probably do lots of stuff with the dragon stuff. They'll keep him around longer. Yeah, he, he'll he'll take off, and then maybe they'll do some other thing. Yeah, stretch. Kind of goes that, back and that, forth. That would be a thing that you I have would the five think. armies who all want the gold, so maybe they'll do some of that. And yeah, the, maybe. Yeah. Uh, dragon's dead in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he's dead. He's quick. dead so quickly. So why the fuck wasn't that the end of the first one? The killing of the they dragon. That actually, the seats, Andy. that actually feels like a good chapter close. Like, yeah, yeah. we killed the dragon. Yeah, the pacing would have made a lot more sense. It went, and it was only like five more minutes. But, but, yeah. <laughs> but that leads me into some more bloat in this movie is like, so the kind of the pacing of the third movie is the movie opens and yeah, the dragon flies to Lake Town. So there's like a five minute scene where everyone's trying to escape because the town is burning because the dragon's burning it. This guy shoots an arrow, which kills the dragon in one arrow. Yeah, because um, of, of the scale. That was from the book, I remember. Yeah. Um, he has a missing scale. It definitely feels more anticlimactic because... Because of the pacing of it and where they've put it in, that um, might be the fault of the book, to be honest. Well, Cause, yeah, because in the book it is just something. I think it. Kills it the I think it probably too. wouldn't have been as noticeable if it was at the end of the second movie. Like you would have been like, oh yeah, yeah okay. oh for they sure, got, they got for him. Sure. It that. would have been like, yeah, we killed the dragon. That's a good chapter close. That's a yeah. that that's a that's an appropriate spot. I don't know why they didn't do that. Because they didn't, I don't remember them hyping up the dragon being in the third one much. They just hyped up, it's the battle of five armies. Ugh. Yeah, so you kind of have like four major acts. The first one being like, yeah, under 10 minutes, which is them feeding the dragon, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have all the Lake Town people faffing about and like upset about their town being destroyed and they're trying to take ref, find a new place a to live. A plot line that nobody cares about. Nobody cares about <laughs> the people of Lake Town. Yeah. Fuck them. So you got a good rooting for the dragon. So everything with the Lake Town people, like I think a lot of it is even just made up and added scenes. So in the second movie you've got like a good half an hour of Lake Lake Town garbage and mm-hmm. then like and then another like 20 30 minutes of it in the in the third movie of yeah, they're just like trying to collect their things and like there's that ugly guy with the uni unibrow who was like Stephen Fry's like assistant or whatever. I remember there's like the master what? of Lake I Town. Like, if I remember it'd be a big fat like mayor type. Yeah, or he, that's Stephen Fry, right? Like he's I like the, who's Stephen Fry. This is how unimportant Lake Town was to me. I, I don't remember like, any of them. Isn't he like a like I don't know, some atheist guy who like says things about he, I don't flaws. remember him being in the Hobbit, was he? I, I better I better check and make Hobbits? sure that that was him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, no, it is. Yeah, it is Stephen. The most Fry. unmemorable characters in the Hobbit movies. Yeah, like, yeah, like I can't how name great or remember it? any how, of how, them. Can you take a peek here. That's that's Stephen Fry. You recognize that guy? Uh, anyways, um, but how 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 what great tension building in a movie where it's like, oh no, the dragon's gonna kill the people of Lake Town, and everyone in the audience is like, all right. I guess the dwarves lake care town? about Are they just them? a bunch of people live on a lake? Yeah, you, 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 the, the only <laughs> reason that, that many. It's the, a small town. The only reason you would care about them, well, there's that one main like character who's like a fisherman who like yeah, he, like, he's the one who shoots shoots the arrow like, that hum, kills him. Human Legolas. Human like Legolas, <laughs> which is like the most impossible shot, by the way. Oh yeah, and, and like and. Oh yeah, so when when he does it, his bow breaks. So he just grabs. Oh yeah, doesn't he use his son? Yeah, as yeah, a yeah, or something. <laughs> what is it? He that uses he does? his son as a bow. No, he like grabs each half of the bow, like the wood part, and and like like slams it into like a piece of wood. Apparently, like just by the sheer force of his like his hands, he like 
he like sticks it into the wood that it's like yeah. drives it through, and then the string is attached, and then he like pulls back. And then doesn't he he balances? It, the yeah, arrow and then he balances the arrow on his son's shoulder, and then he accidentally pulls far too back, so it slips behind his neck, and then he lets go and it goes through his son's head and kills him. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> but, well, I remember thinking during that scene, like I don't know much about archery, but that feels pretty dangerous. Like aren't there like feather tips on the back that you could probably just? No, they're they're fine. They they're they're angled too. But it's uh, like a giant arrow. I remember it being. You're a definitely not large making arrow. that shot like yeah. into that one scale on a moving dragon like not a chance and like dumb. and it shows like the arrow must have traveled like 500 feet like, yeah, I it's a being, really far uh, shot yeah they had to make it like a big crazy epic long which, shot which which mm. I, I think is somewhat doable like with you know maybe a legolas archer like you know archers are pretty good yeah and elves are supposed lives. to be like magically good with but arrows. not this arrow that you've never used ever on just a, some guy a, who works at lake town no he i'm going to i gotta get up at 5 a.m i'm going down to lake town to work my job he like works the ferry doesn't he he's like a fisherman or like yeah or i think he's boring job yeah he works the ferry apparently he's a i don't remember his name so we've been talking about this longer than the scene is of like smogdine like yeah. Oh, definitely. Ugh. Um. So he. Uh. But but he's using like an arrow that he's never used really, or yeah. or has limited use on a bow that he's definitely never and used because all he did was dig it into the side and just make yeah. a bow how out of nothing. In the movie, how did he find out about the missing scale on the dragon? Because I'm pretty sure. I think it's part of the legend. It's like a legend. It's yeah. Like everybody knows. Uh, I thought yeah. it was like my memory from the book, which is very brief. But one of the things I remember it doesn't like. Uh, Bilbo hobbits. He finds out about the scale while talking to him. And then he goes and tells the dude. Everybody knows, though. It's like a legend. Yeah. Okay. He didn't yeah. post. I, I just, I just couldn't remember yeah. how, how the character, in, the movie character, found that out. Yeah. Um, does Smog know something about the ring? Oh, I don't remember. Whatever. Sorry, I don't want to get off track. Anyways, also all. So, anyway, so the the town is run by this master and this unibrow guy. So there's like this kind of weird tension with the unibrow, this ugly unibrow guy with all the lake people because he was a dick to them before and now he's like a dick to, he's like trying to fit in. Uh, so, mm -hmm. um, Oh, there was one weird scene where like Gandalf shows up and he's like, he's talking to this like mischievous, like he's clearly like a scheming like asshole, this guy with the unibrow and he's like, make sure you uh, keep an eye on Bilbo for me and then he like takes off and I was like, I just remember thinking, like, why? No, is, I don't remember. Why that. Is my Gan brain wrote this? Thing yeah, <laughs> why is Gandalf like asking this guy to like do him like a favor or something? Like, like this guy's just like he's just been a. I, I was just a weird thing that stuck out to me. Well, Anyways, this, this is one thing. Uh, another of the the really bad problems, and like one of the problems at the foundation of this movie is just way too many characters. It's like, yeah, do we really need to dedicate too much time to this this mayor unibrow dude? Oh like, God. It's a movie again. It's a movie adaptation. Couldn't you just streamline it and, and just have all his dialogue from the book? Give it to someone else so we don't have to introduce like another I, character we're supposed to I, talk about. We're I supposed think, to care about the bard, no, the guy who shoots I'm, the arrow. Like, who I'm cares? pretty sure that the the Lake Town like master guy is a made up character. Oh, like, really? I think they added that in. I think a lot of the Lake Town stuff oh, isn't in the book, worse. from what I heard. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> if that, but yeah, so this movie already has like a lot of bloated characters. Like you got to care about Bilbo. Uh, Bilbo being the highlight of the trilogy by far. Like, well, he, like all the scenes with him in the third movie, awesome. some of them are yeah. actually he, pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah, and that's partly due to Martin Freeman. He's just a great actor and a great choice because he does look a lot like the older dude that got to play Bilbo, who was yeah. in, who was in Alien. He was the the robot in the first Alien movie. Holy uh, cow, he is! Uh -huh. um, oh wow! <laughs> so anyway, I don't want to get that's off. the so robot that goes rogue. The android right? was a hobbit rich. all along. Yeah, who wouldn't know? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, I, I, another problem with it is like it's called The Hobbit. These movies are supposed to be about The Hobbit, and the best scenes in the movie are, are, are definitely always with the ones the with Hobbit, The Hobbit. Oh yeah, but they dedicate a lot of time to these dwarves, but they don't do a good job of of kind of establishing each dwarf. The dwarves do not become that likable by the end. Like No, I remember there's thinking... There's a few that you like. There's like the old one and there's like a funny fat one. That, that guy's funny because he's fat. So <laughs> I remember when I first, uh, I think at the end of these movies, by the, so the, by the time the third one came out, I remember talking about it with people and the challenge I always brought forth to them uh, when critiquing this movie and critiquing the, the, the fact that there's too many characters... I always said, this is the dwarf challenge. Uh, how many of the dwarves can you name from the movie? And of course, I would not ask this to big like Hobbit book reader fans because they probably already just know from reading the books. But just by watching the movies, how many of uh, these stupid hobbitses okay. can we name? Um, I'm going to pull up the cast here. Do you want to go first, Brayden, or do you want me to go first? Um, I don't think I'll we should first. combine our knowledge. I'll go first. I know the two that rhyme. There's several that rhyme. Oh, I know okay. two of them. So, um, G- Gimli's not one. <laughs> Gimli okay. is not one. Okay, the only one I know, and this is just because we kind of mentioned it earlier, and it, ra- it rang a bell. Take it off my screen. Is Thorin? So is the leader? Thorin. He's the Thorin leader. Thorin He gets the most yeah. kind of camera time, and he the, gets and a the most, lot the most, of camera time. The most of an arc yeah. throughout the whole thing. So you got Thorin. No idea. Otherwise, we got Keely, Keely and, and Feely. Feely. Those are the two. Because one of them stupid is, names. Well, that, uh, no, they're, it's fine. They're Keely dwarves. No, it's Give, stupid. The guy's name is it's stupid. Feely? Dude, sounds like a fucking pervert. Th- but they rhyme. Feely. <laughs> but but like uh, Gimli's not Gimli's Mealy kind of a dumb name. Funny because they eat Gimli a lot. Gimli sounds better. Feely. The problem is that feel is a word that that. What's well, with an I? Language. It's spelled with an I. I don't know how it's spelled. F I L L I. Are they spelling it? Feely. I don't know. Anyway, it could have been Beely, and he likes honey. Okay, so we got. Is there, is there Gloin? Keely and Feely, Oin and Gloin. Oin and, oh. I, remember, I only remember those because they rhyme. I only got Gloin. It should have been Groin and Loin. That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> and Feely. What are they doing together? <laughs> I only got Gloin because I know that Gimli is son of Gloin. Oh, I didn't know that. So I don't know which one is Gloin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one is uh, Feely then, either. I only know Feely or one of them because one of them is the love triangle ones. And then I think that's all the ones I can name. Um, Balin? Is there, is there a Balin? Uh, well, Probably. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, there is a Balin. Is it pronounced Balin? Is Balin or Balin? Balin. Ba- Balin. I think it's Balin. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the rest of the list so here. I've gotten I, five. I would not have gotten any of these other ones. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. How wait. many are there? Give me. There's 14. Are you? There's fourteen. Fourteen. What the fuck? Let me come on. Isn't there? Isn't there thirteen plus one? Isn't that the? That's the whole company. Is that what fourteen is? There's, thir- there's thir- <laughs> yeah. There's there's thir- there's thirteen plus plus plus, plus Bilbo. Plus so there's thirteen dwarves. Uh, we named six total. I, I got I got five because I didn't get Oin. I only knew Gloin. Wait. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I would have got I would have got Thorin. Oin, yeah. Gloin, is the old one balling? I would have got five. I have no idea. Let me click. They on don't have like photos there. next. Um. Uh. Yeah. He's the old one. Okay. Yeah. That. Yeah. Because he has a lot of screen time. Because he's kind of like seeing Thorin yeah, go crazy in the third one. This is old dwarf. Old uh, dwarf. <laughs> there's a grumpy dwarf. I don't know who the fat one is though. Fat dwarf. Maybe he's Bomber. That sounds. Like oh, a fat Bomber. Guy, yeah. That's totally is that fat, him. So. Okay. So what? Yeah. So, what are the other ones? Uh. We got. Thorin, Balin, Biffer, or Bifer, 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 Kate. No, Biffer and Boffer. So another Biffer and Boffer. Yeah, uh, that... Bomber. There's Dory and Nori. They all oh, just Dory run. and Nori. I wouldn't have gotten any of these. Dwaylen just sounds like a guy who works at the office. Uh, Dwaylen. Feely. Yeah, he Feely, works at the mayor's office. Oin and Gloin. <laughs> Nori and Ori. They all. 
<laughs> I like I like the names. Okay, so I, are they I know brothers, you think they're though, dumb, the but uh, does that mean they're brothers? Oh, probably. probably. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read uh. read this enough to know. I just seen in a list. I don't want to read what they actually are. <laughs> yeah. um, so the problem is you have three movies that we've talked about how bloated and just way too much fat going on in these movies. But oh, I'm not even done with that they're point. Adding, <laughs> they're adding they're adding Kate from Lost, they're adding Elf Kate and some unibrowed mayor dude. Uh, they're adding all this crap, but they don't really spend a lot of time establishing each of these dwarves, which the whole Hobbit story is about the dwarves taking back their kingdom. Now, I understand there's 13 of them, so it's a little tough, but... I have seen all if, these movies twice, by the way. Yeah. And so that's... If, I could name five. If Gross. you're gonna... If you're gonna that is rough. Uh, <laughs> if you're gonna add all this bloated shit, just don't, and spend time trying to give as much of these dwarves, the main characters, the main, like, focus of the movie is their story. Give them camera time. They I remember can, Bilbo's name. Of course you remember Bilbo's name. <laughs> That's why it's the dwarf challenge. Bilbo and the fucking dwarf. Radagast the brown. Radagast. I remember Radagast. Because um, he's got he's all that best, weird crap brown. on his face. That's disgusting. That brown. guy's gross. He's like touching mushrooms and stuff. But as, as, as cheesy as this would be, and, and maybe some uh, hobbit purists wouldn't like this, like make it, like like, like this is actually a case where I think kind of movieing it, like Hollywooding it up a bit. would Like make it so it's like, okay, you have these two dwarfs. They're, they're twin brothers and they're, they're kind of strong-headed and make this, it's like, now there's the wise... Uh, yeah, the uh, wise old one. The wise old one, the mentor. That's which why he I remember him. He kind of him. is that, then there's the king, and then, yeah, have, like, all these, like, and then there's these ones that give are more them like, like a gimmick. all the rest. Yeah, they all, just give them all gimmicks. Yeah, give yeah. them all. It would be lame, but in the purpose of a movie where you kind of got to remember thirteen important yeah. characters, they don't have any scene where it's just like, yeah, these are the two. They're the young ones. They're yeah. a bit naive and, and they, they goof around a lot, and you got to keep an eye on them. Like, yeah. yeah, these are the two strong ones, the muscle ones. Like, I don't even remember. They're all the same. To all, me. So, I, so you've got like basically a few of the ones we mentioned, like the fat one, and then like the good-looking one, I remember and, the, and the king, king one, one and the wise king one. one good-looking <laughs> one. Uh, yeah, the wise one. What's old wise, uh, fat so. What's and, the good looking one? That is it. <laughs> what's the good looking one's it's name? It's Keely or Feely. I think it's, it's one of those. It's okay. one of those yeah. too. So and it's and it's like you and then you just had the other. The, you've got all those five and then like a bag of other ones that they just kind of sprinkle in. Yes, like in you don't even see and them. So the action scenes, which is like you have the barrel scene, you have that scene in the mountain where they have that big long pole that they're running through and like knocking all the. You remember that big fat <laughs> goblin guy? I, yeah, that's and the they goblin. cut open his yeah, stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the, the goblin king. Yeah. So and then you have like them. <laughs> Not David. Actually, the the most memorable one I think is the is the troll scene because they're all like kind of playing tricks on the trolls trying to. Get, yeah, and I think that was that was a scene from the book, wasn't it? I remember. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, and it's like those would have those would have been really good scenes to put those abilities in, right? Like you yeah. could have had like two two of them that have, are really acrobatic, like doing acrobatic have, shit. Have like, a lot of little character moments, and then maybe make like two of the dwarves that aren't like brothers kind of make them work together and like for one scene just have little moments instead of all this bloated like love triangle shit like that just oh my didn't need to be there. That was it, just so beyond that. Inducing. Um, you have. Uh, all this stuff from the Similarian or whatever. So you have all this stuff with like Gandalf getting captured by some fortress, and yeah. he's like he's like trapped in a cage, and like they have this whole thing where they like encounter Sauron, and they're like fighting all these ghosts, like with the uh, the lady from not Rivendell. You know when they get out of the mines of Moria, and there's like in the forest, like the I know lady what you're of the forest. About, but I couldn't remember yeah. the name for the. Oh life man, of me. the one thing I got to mention about that because as we're just watching Lord of the Rings, like that lady, you know, like. Uh, 
Bilbo like offers sorry Frodo offers her the ring in Lord of the Rings and she and she like she turns all like inverted all colors like evil, and yeah. she's screaming yeah. it is the most disgusting looking video effect I don't ever I don't, it's I remember it being cool but I haven't watched it it's for a while. horrible in Lord of the Rings and then they like replicate it in the Hobbit but they just clean it up so it doesn't look quite so bad and it but it still looks awful oh, it's right. a horrible effect like I I think it's it's the main thing in that in the in the Lord of the Rings that I think is just it's it's downright That's disgusting. stupid though because like the reason she gets like that in Lord of the Rings is because she starts talking about the ring and she gets all fired up about how powerful she'll be and all this. No, She's but she, like she does it again to like scare off Sauron. Yeah, so, no, it's it, it it's not that it's does not it, warranted. It's just an ugly video effect. Yeah, and it was like I would have gotten the hell away from that effect as fast as possible like if I was doing yeah. it. So, but you got yeah. like another good 20, maybe 30 minutes yeah, of that like was all the, this. Like, I think the intro to the third one was them uh, yeah, it's, fucking it's, around it's, with Gandalf. Yeah, it's really... Um, yeah, it's, why, what was even going on there? I don't even know. Well, it's this... It was pr- something to set up uh, Sauron. Right? Sauron. Which is, eyeball dude. Yeah, yeah, so it's like... I mean, the fight against all those ghost guys, by the way, you got like Saruman and like uh, the lady and like Agent Smith. Riven- yeah, Agent Smith from Rivendell. Um, uh, yes. and, and they're all fighting these ghosts and the ghosts are cool, man. Like it's like something out of Dark remember. Souls. I don't remember They're super them. sweet. They're like warping everywhere like while they're fighting them and they're like kind of translucent. They're really cool, but it's like these movies is just, they just crammed as much crap in there and it, it reminds me it's like I'm playing the new Final Fantasy 15 like it's like <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, so w- what are we going to do now oh well this this cat is hungry go go do this fishing mini game to like go fish for it and it's like really like bad and it's like our, our, our car broke down like press R2 to push the car and it's like like there's just all this crap like or like I think Grand Theft Auto suffer, the fourth one especially suffers from this a lot where it's like you can do everything like you can go golfing yeah. you can go bowling you can call a friend but none like, of oh. it's really focused and it's like and it's like none of those things are fun and they're just cramming them in as like, many things as they can yeah but as if that's going to be good yeah i will say if they wanted so uh, back to the dwarves like if you want if you i understand we're dealing with 13 protagonists <laughs> it's pretty much impossible to do properly but it's if they wanted to avoid that i almost think a better way to have done it like you know this movie's called the hobbit Let's really focus on the Hobbit, and maybe all the dwarf stuff is just kind of happening in the background, and it's 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 it ha- like you all you get all the information, but it's it's more in the background. It's more about how the Hobbit is taking in this adventure than the dwarf. And there are scenes like that, and they are good. Yes, all the scenes, all yeah, we touched on this a little bit, uh, but all the scenes with with Bilbo and the Hobbit, like I, to me, when I think of this whole trilogy and the best scenes in it, the two best scenes that stand out is his conversation with, with Gollum, with Gollum, and his conversation with Smug. There was oh, a yeah. great tensity to both of them yeah. uh, just seeing uh, I got shivers seeing Andy Serkis uh, his portrayal of Golem even though it's all like uh, uh, CGI like it's all they do the stupid what's his name is called? Andy the ball suit uh, they did that in Lord of the Rings too. yeah yeah um yeah, Andy Circus. He's fucking cool. fantastic. You seem a little biased, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, he is. A, yeah, he's, he's a very underrated, underappreciated actor, and he's great as Gollum. And it's great seeing him interact with with Martin Freeman as as Bilbo and and what's his face, uh, Cumberbunch, Cumberbatch, uh, Benedict Cumberbun, Cumberbatch, Cumber Cumberboo. Cumber, Cumber, cumbersome. <laughs> he's a he's a really good actor though. He's great. His, yeah. his voice yeah. his voice work for Smog. I, I I know he did some yeah. kind of uh, acting for like the physical act. I don't know what he did though. But I his, should met, his I, voice acting for it is great. And that so that whole good. interaction like that back and forth. There's a great intensity to yeah. it. 
Uh, Smog felt intimidating, but it all kind of uh, came back to Bilbo in the end, and, and his part in this adventure as like this, this, this you know, this happy little hobbit He's yeah. going on this big adventure. He meets like a, a, a junkie, heroin addict, whatever Gollum is, and <laughs> talks, talks to a, a dragon. He might squish him. It's, it, it's great seeing this big fantasy world from his perspective. And that probably, if you didn't want to have to juggle 13 protagonists plus Bilbo, it uh, probably would have been a better route. Just, yeah, let's just focus on Bilbo. Have all these things kind of happening all centralized around him. Man, just like... Pretty what simple a, what fix. A, and what that a would, great that would, painting that you're painting. Like, write a great picture you're painting. Like, and, I, I can already feel it, like, becoming yeah. a good movie. And you could probably trim that down maybe to one movie if you're just oh, centralizing yeah. around yeah. him. You could, you could like... I, I think it would be a three-and-a-half, four-hour movie. Yeah, I, I, like, like we said uh, early on in this episode... Uh, Two up, two movies would have been acceptable. Two yeah. movies would have been like, yeah, now you can kind of flesh everything out. Yeah. Really take your time. There's a great little ending point with with the end of the dragon or whatever. Uh, but yeah, instead it's like, well, now we we, we got all these uh, dwarves that nobody cares about. We got all the people in the lake town that nobody fucking cares about. We're gonna spend all these time with them. Uh, what Kate? Kate from Lost. She wants a job. You're in, babe. Get in here. It's just like, why? Why are you doing this? All the best stuff revolves around the Hobbit. The title character, the Hobbit. <laughs> the Hobbit. That really kind of gets pushed into the. What background is this? What are you movie. like a Mad Max hater? This movie's called Mad Max. It's not even. <laughs> it's not even about him. Yeah, like I think that anything to do with Lord of the Rings beyond that Gollum scene, with mm-hmm. the, with the riddle, which because obviously Gollum's from Lord of the Rings, like anything else is just awful. Like like yeah, like every they're they're just trying to make it tie it to Lord of the Rings and make it a prequel. Like at the end of the third one, it's like he gets home and then like the camera angle changes and like they do this subtle thing where like it's actually fast forwarded like mm-hmm. you know fifty years or whatever to the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yes, it made me so infuriated. <laughs> like I, I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, how dare you like connect these like that way? Like it was disgusting, yeah. man. So this this actually taps into. Another one of the root problems, I think, of this the, the Hobbit trilogy, uh, we, again, we talked about it a bit, trying to make The Hobbit more like Lord of the Rings. This, they, they're trying to make The Hobbit this big, epic thing, but then we talk about the best parts of it, and it's all these intimate little character moments. It's these one-on-ones between Hobbit and, and Gollum, Hobbit and, and Smog. Like, it, it's, it works better as an intimate story rather than a big epic. Lord of the Rings works great as a big epic because it, it is an end-of-the-universe thing. The Hobbit is just like, yeah, I guess I'll help you get your happy little dwarf castle back. Like got some of those Guardians of the Galaxy problems, too. Yeah, right? it's, Where you're, it's you're like, trying to make this big, it's got to be epic. It's got to be, remember how epic and crazy and how much money we made off of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's got to be big and epic like that. But The Hobbit, nah, it's more it's more uh, personal than that. It's just about this this Hobbit that doesn't, he, you know, this stupid wizard pushed him into this adventure. And now, he's, now he's really wrapped up into it, but he's kind of, you know, he wants to be a part of it. It's a nice little... Intimate personal adventure, but now it's got to be make it big and epic. We got to we got to get more elves in here and the big, the stupid hour-long battle movie at the end of it all. Like, eh, that doesn't. I'm I'm no Tolkien diehard, but it doesn't seem like that's what made The Hobbit a good, uh, long-lasting story. Like <laughs> lasting over the you know the test of time. Yeah. Um. I got a I got an ad read here before we. Yeah, we got to make 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 money. Got to make that money. Um. All right. Uh, okay. <coughs> uh, this episode is brought to you by uh, the new game show, Who Cheated? Who's that Hobbit? Yeah, who's that Hobbit? <laughs> 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 Who Cheated? Maybe Hobbits can play too. So yeah. um, basically, so the premise of Who Cheated is uh, 
what you do is they show you a couple's joint Facebook account on Facebook. You know, someone like John Katie Masters or, uh, you know, <laughs> Trey Janella uh, Johns or whatever their name is. And you guess which one of them cheated that led them to having a joint Facebook account <laughs> uh, oh. that they have to do. So I thought it was going to be like a game that has a set of rules, but the goal of the oh. game is to just cheat as much as you can without getting caught, and whoever cheats the most wins. Yeah, that's that called, sounds like that's a way cheat. Game. Oh, I guess that's just. Don't you remember playing that on Neopets? No. Neopets. <laughs> is that like a Gigapet? Uh, you never. Like it's Nanopet like thing? it's like internet Pokemon. You know, yeah, you never played Neopets as a kid. Oh, man, it was a huge. I remember it being a thing, but I think I, by the time it was a thing, I was just too old. I had a nano oh, yeah. pet when I was a kid. What's it was a like, nano It was like uh, it was, was it, like it was a Tamagotchi. Like the, it yes. was the cheap version of Tamagotchi. <laughs> There's a cheap version. Yeah, of Tamagotchi? and I, I had a, I had the cat one. I had to feed my cat every day and do. I always you, wanted a like a Tamagotchi. It was so lame, dude. It was so lame. My yeah. cat died every time. Yeah, I was too young, I think, for the Tamagotchi thing. So too I young. never, I never got. Well, it's you guys are too, You're like twelve right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, Neopets was great. It was like an. It was basically like a, a an advanced Tamagotchi. Like you could play. They would. They would. But it was read, Pokemon. The, no, it, no, it's Sorry, it's a Neopet. I said that, but I said that as knowing nothing about it. So, <laughs> like, it's like you. Okay. you I can, like to just run my mouth. <laughs> when it sounds like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm just saying. Things. It was like it was like a web-based like thing. So you like there was a world map. You could go to different shops and buy stuff and get Neo points. You'd usually play games. So they would make flash versions of like popular games like Bejeweled okay. and stuff, yeah. or like Hangman. There's still like, like a big community. Yeah, right no, now. totally. But were you taking care of a pet? Yeah, yeah. So you have your okay. pet. You're supposed to feed him. Nothing bad happens if you don't feed him forever. Um, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but if you want to like go into the battle arena and fight with him, like you should make sure he's well fed but not overfed. Uh, things weird. like that. There's like you know, I, and, and you could make guilds. Like I remember being a kid. Like this is like a ten year old type of. Like mm -hmm. you shouldn't be on Neopets if you're like 15. That's like a little too old for it, right? Um, and I remember like you learning HTML because you could like build your own like guild pages and like have a little web page inside the page. And I was a part of the Lord of the Rings like Neopets guild and like oh, you boy. get promoted ranks. Like it's you like look very <laughs> enthusiastic. About it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was some pretty. Uh, it was some pr pretty so crazy So head stuff. on over Anyways. to neopets.com. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Sorry. Neopets, for bringing us this episode this week. Yeah, so uh, basically you'd get to scroll through their uh, Facebook photos. Um, this is on, 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 on who cheated. Who cheats. Yeah, and then uh, you place your bets as to which, which partner so cheated. So it's a 50-50. Yeah, yeah, you probably win half the time. Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Uh, Two to one odds, or yeah, well, I guess you can make educated guesses and win every you time. But well, find yeah, a way to exploit this system pretty good. Fifty yeah. percent odds, that's not bad. Yeah, so then uh, you know you bet your you play your okay. you bet your money, and then it's you know it's like uh what's oh it's like an online okay yeah, and then uh, cool. whoever wins you know takes the pot. So who cheated? Head on over to whocheated.com <laughs> slash real movies real men. Yeah. Use your promo code uh, real cheaters. And uh, you can you can enter for a chance to play the game on nationally syndicated uh, Sirius XFM radio. We can't wait. Yeah. So I want to tell you guys about uh, the first time I saw Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. I actually so I saw each of the movies when they came out in theaters. I saw I them. It was Fellowship of the Rings. Fellowship of the no, ring. it's the I'm ring. Probably there's wrong. only one. It's the one <laughs> ring. What the? Yeah, that title makes a lot more Lord, sense. Lord, 
but it's, it's Lord it of the Ring, <laughs> Fellowship of the, Ring. of the Rings. <laughs> I don't think I like. No, it's called. Isn't it called Lord of the Rings though? Because there is three. Rings. Yeah, yeah, it's called Lord of the Rings. No, it, what definitely, the? it definitely makes more sense that it's called anyway, Fellowship of the Ring. So I saw. I actually <laughs> saw those movies in theaters like three times each. I loved. Oh, really? Loved them. Oh, I, lo- I loved yeah. them. And when I saw the first loved one, them. all I knew about going into it, so I had a bunch of nerdy friends that loved it. They're like, oh yeah, you know, it's the books that came out uh, in the same universe as The Hobbit, like The Hobbit's. Like, look at it as, as a prequel or whatever. I was like, oh, cool. I read The Hobbit a few years ago in, like, grade eight or something. So, so like, okay, at least I know something. But I knew nothing else going into it. So I go to the movie. And as a funny side note, they summarize. A side the, note inside a they, side note? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is like Inception here. We're going layers and layers. They, they summarize the, the Hobbit, like the key points in The Hobbit, at the beginning of The Fellowship of the Ring in, like, five minutes. Yeah. It's like, but, I mean, that's for things to do with The Lord of the Rings. But... So um, we're sitting through the movie. It's like, you know, an hour goes by. It's exhilarating first hour. I was like, holy cow, this movie's great. Second hour goes by. I'm looking at my watch. I'm okay, yeah. I was expecting a three-hour movie. Mm-hmm. Then we're getting close to the three hours, and I'm like, so they still got to get to the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> and they got to throw the ring in? Man, they're like, we're running out of time here. <laughs> so the thing with, you know, Frodo and Sam, they're crying in the, in the river or whatever, and they, they go across, and Did they take off. Did you think it was one movie? Yeah. No one, I, ne- <laughs> I had no idea there was three, three books and three movies. So it ends, and I was like, wait, what? What's happening? <laughs> My friend's like, yeah, there's going to be two more. I was like, what? No one told me this. So this whole movie, I'm trying to figure out how are they going to do all this? They're yeah. running out of time. I've definitely been watching <laughs> it's a, a stressful movie. Yeah. You're like sweating. Oh my God. I've got to get to the mountain in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I've definitely been watching like shows on Netflix where they don't have the last season and you're like, oh man, like, how are they going to wrap this up? Like, I feel like there's like way more to be done yeah. <laughs> done by the end of this. So, man, you made me really relive my first Lord of the Rings experience because I had never read it or anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have quite the same one, but uh, definitely didn't know what to expect there. So, uh, so any more thoughts? Oh, on, yeah, uh, definitely. Lord of the Rings? So, um, there is one. Or Hobbit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got lots of thoughts on Lord of the Rings. Now, there's, there's one character who shows up in the third Hobbit movie who's like. Um, Thorin's cousin or something. He's like oh this, yeah, the big. He rides like a. a he rides a like a, a boar. Something? He rides like a giant boar, and yeah. he and he looks like a boar. Like you he, could tame a boar? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I mean, so he, but the dwarf he's very unkempt. You know, he's like a drunken guy, and he's really rude, and he's like yelling at everyone, and he's hilarious. He's great. I remember not liking this character because I was so distracted that for whatever reason they decided to make him fully CGI. Oh, yeah. I oh, couldn't is he, is he? fucking figure it out why because I was yeah. like, you, you dressed up all the other dwarves. You know, you. They're the main characters. They're the main focus. It's the dwarves. Yeah. Well, it's not like an orc that has like all the, like these weird mutations. Why did you, you just get a fat guy? Put yeah. him, give him a beard. Why did you CGI? Like I remember almost yelling at the theater. Like why the fuck is he CGI? What are you, what are you doing? I have no recollection of this guy yeah. at all. He's played by uh, like Billy. A CGI. Billy, no, Billy, Billy. He's played by a computer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's played by Billy Connolly. He's like a uh, you know. You'd recognize him if you saw him. Okay. Um, anyways, so I, I really, I, I was like, oh great, like somebody with like even half a personality like showing up into this He's movie. He's in it for like a minute and a half. Yeah, like a minute, and then they like just cut away to a bunch of boring battles of like Legolas CGI like running on a bunch of falling rocks and Bilbo throwing rocks at the orc. Oh yeah, like <laughs> fucking dumbest thing. Ever. Well, I, w- uh, I was trying to rewatch the Third Hobbit like this last week, and I just I had to shut it off after the yeah, first hour. I, like, I, I just couldn't. You you would you made it a lot further than I by even just attempting by thinking of, thinking you could attempt such <laughs> yeah, a yeah it was uh, it was a tough rewatch but I had enough hate from the from my first movie theater watch uh, so yeah so th- this guy finally shows up pretty great 
just disappears pretty much. Yeah, I think he dies. I'm, I that remember. that third one because like the whole thing was that yeah you've really all the story's gone and now you're just having a movie that is basically just going to be one big battle. And the battle stuff was so dull. Oh, it God. was so fucking generic, lame. And that yeah. was all this movie had was battle stuff. They had to just fluff it up. Dude, as it's much like as a, it's like could. ninety minutes like CGI fighting. A lot of it. Yeah, it's and pretty it's brutal. So so and those, so fucking. I, I cannot express how crappy those Legolas animations look. Oh, like. they look awful. Yeah, because yeah. there's a scene. I don't know, like. I think something gets blown up. They're they got some... the guys from the Matrix sequel to anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that freaking pole scene <laughs> yeah. with Neo like bending around on the back of his spine. Well, anytime yeah. I think of like the Legolas CGI fight scenes, that's what they remind me of. Yeah, they they do look like that because like you, the character doesn't have like enough texture on like the mm-hmm. character, so they it, look really flat and like they it looks look... like a PS3 cutscene. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's totally yes. what it looks like. Um, so yeah, his animations really suck, but. Every like major enemy death in this movie like really sucks. Like this, the Smaug death was like really anticlimactic, mm-hmm. and then, like the other really big one is like is that white orc who's been kind of chasing them for that the they've whole, hyped up for the all three all movies. three movies, right? And um, him and Thoron have a big beef. Yeah, so there's this there's this scene where, where he's like on the ice and he ends up. So it's this huge battle, and the battle's over, and like he gets like tossed into like the water. So the orc is like. So they're sitting on this frozen lake, and the white orc, you can see him start to... Fl- it's a frozen river, I guess, because it's flowing. Um, and you see him float under the ice, and he, yeah. he floats on by, and it's like... I remember this scene. And I remember thinking, like, that's yeah, that's a really great, like, death. And he just kind of, like, floats on. It was, like, this really nice pacing. <gasps> Bam! He's Whoa! Break then the then, then, then he, he jumps up out of the water, and then they have this really stupid fight scene, and it ends in just, like, a really dumb way. And I remember thinking, like... What are you doing? Like you had like a really great death for this character, yeah. and then you just you just threw it away. Like for, I think uh, Thoron has yeah, to. Yeah, Thoron has, has to, to. He has to die, but they should just made it so he intentionally dragged him under the ice or something yeah. like that. Did that, he die? Thoron die? Yeah, he dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember nothing, man. Uh, yeah, that that whole third yeah. movie, all the action scenes were so. I, I think they made the orcs too unintimidating. They were really great looking in the Lord of the Rings movies. All these great pirates. Oh, the Lord of the Rings really movies—they're scary looking. They're, they're digging them out from like under the ground. Like the it's the, great. The Orokai comes out of the ground and he just breaks that other orc's neck. Like that, yeah. like kind of skinny but one because he yeah. just doesn't care. And then in the third Hobbit movie, Bilbo's—they throw Bilbo into the action scenes, which is fucking great. Where he has to fight orcs and he's just throwing rocks at them, and they're getting either knocked out or killed by him throwing rocks yeah, like at them. It's dumb on multiple levels, but like that Bilbo has like this amazing, super accurate like headshot throws, but he's just a hobbit who's, like I said, they're just so. like retired old people, basically. But then that they're dying from being hit in the head with a rock. They're supposed to be like these crazy, muscly monster things. Yeah, they're... They, they they're, come across as really unintimidating when a, like a fucking just midget's throwing rocks at them. Yeah, he's not even stabbing them, them or anything. <laughs> I, I, I totally forgot about that, but I remember that being one of my main... It like sucks. a big point when I got Takes out of the away movie. any of the sense of threat from the orcs completely. And it's just dumb. Throwing rocks at them. It would be dumb if they were just humans. I'd be like, oh, this is your exciting action scene. Let's have Bilbo throwing rocks at them. Oh, man. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. So there's this whole thing with Thor and Oakenshield that kind of being driven mad by the by the gold. and the Yeah, that arc like came up and, and disappeared very yeah, it, quick. It's really weird, man. And like, it, wasn't, it, it felt so forced it, into the movie. It, yeah, it's really irritating to watch. Like I remember there was like kind of this cool scene where he's like, like it's this weird animation scene, like, Kind of similar to what you'd expect if they were trying to portray someone being high, like on 
TV where like the the gold is like twisting around and he's like falling into like like it's like very like dream type sequence or whatever of him going mad. That might that might have been at the end of the second one or or it was in the third one. I think it was in the third one. Yeah, and I I just like I remember thinking that that was cool, but I just yeah, remember it was such an irritating. I just remember the plot whole plot line, line comes up because the the dwar- the dragon's dead. The dwarves get their kingdom back, which is full of gold, and then the gold kind of drives the thorn thorn dwarf that drives him mad and that arc comes up and just goes away <laughs> in like 10 minutes you'd think it would be like a major thing that would drive the whole movie but it kind of it just doesn't yeah so um <laughs> it's just really limp dick arc i guess along the lines of the legolas animation looking dumb for some reason they decided to animate legolas like just in um like in dialogue scenes oh, it's so, like his eyes that. are like a weird color yeah, they like, may try looked, to make him look younger they like yeah like his something? eyes are like like you know like when people wear those weird like contact lenses and they're they look yeah. like they're like maybe they're aliens. just trying to make him look younger because this happens with with movies yeah. where they try and take actors and make them look younger actually one he looks one example well, of them doing a pretty good job of it uh in the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. With Kurt Russell. With Kurt Russell at the beginning. It's, it's not yeah. perfect, but yeah. at the beginning they show like a, a young Kurt Russell. Yeah. And I do remember thinking at the beginning of it, I was like, how how quite did they pull this off? They, they just find a guy that looks like Kurt Russell. But then you, the more you watch it, you can start to see yeah. it's like, oh, okay, this, they, they, they just kind of CGI'd him. I think they had him in place there. Yeah. And then CGI'd him to look younger. They did it. They a just bit took with footage the... from uh, Big Trouble in Little China and spliced it. <laughs> Clearly, <in. laughs> maybe that's why I like. Maybe that's why I like that. But they did it a bit with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Genesis because there was multiple oh. Arnolds and there was right. there, there was the mid one. Whatever. I don't want to get back into. Oh that. yeah, the, here we go. The Terminator <laughs> Salvation. But that, that, that's yeah, the thing that, that they do oh, where yeah. they where they take actors yeah. and they can kind of smooth them over, but. The Lord of the Rings movies too, and the Hobbit movies—they never really had the great CGI. Yeah. Anytime they had CGI, it was always like a little like. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah. And, it, and it is. Da- well, the thing is with the Lord of the Rings, though, a lot of the CGI is like, oh, Helm's Deep. There's got all these animated armies, but it's like dark and raining. So yeah, it's it like, works. Yeah. All the close-up stuff is not done with CGI, which is the exact way you're supposed to use CGI. Yeah, there's like, the way they did it in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it, yeah. So Legolas looks really yeah. bad for just no reason. Yeah, and and like they like made his voice really deep for some reason. So he's like, talking remember, really low. I don't remember that. Yeah. I, by the third one, I remember I had checked up before I even started watching it because I was like, all right, let's just get this over with, sort of thing. It's like a movie that everyone's gonna see, and I, you know, I I like to have seen it just for conversation's sake. And now I have this this podcast that I can just bitch about stuff on. Uh, so I was checked out. Like, there's yeah. a lot about the third one I don't remember. I just remember the really dumb stuff. There's nothing positive I remember about the third one at all. Yeah, one 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 of the last points I wanted to make is, um, I think the uh, the CGI and the green screen stuff like really there's there's kind of the story about Ian McKellen like pretty much breaking down and like I wanting to quit acting that. because like I didn't know that was from this movie, but that makes sense. Yeah, from The Hobbit because he's like because he's basically acting to a stick with a tennis ball on the yeah. top of it. Which is, just which surrounded is, by this fluorescent green Yeah, background. like just this huge green that screen That would be set. maddening. Like, you just go fucking You're trying crazy. to, like, pour your heart out. And he's just, like, the guy just, just broke just the broke this, like, acting icon spirit. Yeah. Like, from all of this animation. And, like, there's so much... Do you know that bloom effect? Like, the, uh, the, yeah, they put on video where everything about. is just, like, really bright and, bright and Super hazy. Super yeah, And, like, yeah. when the Xbox 360 came out, like, there was, like, all the games, like, had so much bloom. Like, you were just, like, yeah. dying from bloom. And this, and, yeah, and these movies have, like, a ton of bloom. And then there's just light bleeding everywhere. And it's just, like, oh, man, it really adds to that CGI thing. So, um, there we go. Or do you have any... My, my, I have a couple... My two closing thoughts is I, I think I've almost... Like, I've talked about this 
people listening have probably noted I have a certain apathy when talking about these. Like, I don't care about the characters' names and all these stupid mm. settings. And I know there's a lot of diehard Lord of the Rings people out there because it's, it's beyond just a movie franchise. It's also a very popular book series. I think my interest is completely expended in Lord of the Rings stuff. Oh, and it's really? partly due, I think it's partly due to just how much nerd culture kind of took over between Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, I just like, I think if Lord of the Rings came out now exactly as it is, like not, not extended editions, like exactly as they are came out now, I, I bet I wouldn't enjoy it just because really? I, I think I'm just sick of it. Like I don't want to hear any more stupid love it. hobbits and <laughs> dumb wizards and oh, wizards never late because he's a jerk. Oh, by the way, not early either or something <laughs> like that. I just I'm just sick of it. I don't want to fucking hear about it. There's something about it. I think it's just how much nerd culture is, how obnoxious it's become. Yeah. It's so just, your second point? Uh, I will say this. I wanted to make note of this. wanted to really point out, because I think a lot of people aren't aware of this, is how much cooler pre-Lord of the Rings Peter Jackson is. Oh, right. Dude. Yeah, so. Preacher of the Choir. You guys haven't seen The Frighteners yet, though, have you? No, no. There's, there's two There's two pre-Lord of the Rings movies that I have not seen from Peter Jackson. Yeah, you got, you got to see The Frighteners. I haven't seen that or Heavenly Michael Creatures. Michael J. Fox, hip to be but, shaken. So... Peter Jackson's for those for those who don't know, Peter Jackson's kind of claim to fame, like how he became uh, known. His first three movies are these just awesome, awesome, awesome gore fest, like schlock. Yeah. I think I've seen effect. two of them. Then he did a movie called Bad Taste. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Which we you weren't there when we watched. No, I wasn't there for that. It's really great. It's good. super yeah. low budget, and I think like the first half of it is. A, Almost a bit hard to watch. Well, he just of spent like three years is. on weekends with yeah, his friends. Yeah, like him and his buddies. Movie. I think he, Peter Jackson himself, plays like three different characters. Yeah, that, he that, does. That don't <laughs> even really look different, but they just didn't have the budget. But it's still got some like great practical finding yeah. or practical effects. And like I remember, it has like, like that orange blood awesome, in it. Like it's like a gory, really orange movie. looking, creepy looking yeah. alien monster at the end. I remember he had a really cool death. Uh, and then he did Meet the Feebles, yeah, oh which is gosh. like the Muppets on crack is the easiest way to it's describe so it. It's so good. It's, it's like, like, yeah, it's a really vulgar Muppets movie. Vulgar, yeah. like, People are getting like drug killed and, and crime-fueled Muppet We should movie. watch it again, actually. We watched, I would love to. Remember when we really watched that? It. We had like, a, for some reason, just a huge crowd of people yeah. it crammed in your basement. Yeah. And I remember like three of us. I think, <laughs> I think it was just us three. Like we're just dying, just laughing, like and everybody else in the room hated it. <laughs> Which was a great time. It's an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, and then he did his his magnum opus. Uh, yeah. Brain Dead, otherwise or dead, or known dead as Dead Alive, is his zombie movie. I guess you would call it. Yeah, I guess so. It's, it's also yeah, like, it's definitely the goriest movie I've ever seen. Also, it is insane. It's also a good one for the ladies. A little romance story going on there. There yeah. is, yeah. yeah. Zombie great, romance. Great love. Great love story. Um, I remember like that movie transforms you. <laughs> it's like so great. the the, the pacing of the movie yeah. as things get grosser and grosser. Like this, it's just like it's very uh, progressive. It's, yeah. it's just somebody. It's just like uh, a town kind of turning into zombies, and they all kind of get trapped in this mansion and so it's like a mansion full of zombies and this guy's trying to fight it but it's right? also so. pretty tongue-in-cheek like it's really goofy oh, it's really funny like, uh, it's like, like there's infamous uh, famously it's known for having a scene where he's killing a bunch of zombies with a lawnmower yeah but what we've used this phrase a lot on the show is off the rails when that movie goes off the rails it really goes off the fucking rails like it just gets out of hand. yeah i remember there's a scene where like the zombie gets chopped in half and then its organs come out and yeah. the organs start chasing they're like claymation like too. animation and there's like a happy Super face on the, in the organs that they're making <laughs> and like they're like running around choking people but it's clearly just like claymation like yeah. sausage and stuff like and it's really it's like super funny and then there's like this like retarded zombie baby but they're like oh, kicking yeah. and like oh yeah zombie baby yeah and like yeah so it's like yeah. it's this movie no where nobody here spoil 
spoil the amazing ending. No, yeah. don't. So it, <laughs> don't. it, it just kind of slowly gets like gorier. Like yeah. you know, they sh- someone steps on that rat that like bites them. So that creates the <laughs> at zombie. the zoo. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the rat like explodes and it's really gross. Yeah, and this old lady's like turning into a zombie. Her like ears fall. Remember off her ear her falls soup? off into her custard and she it's eats her so, own. Ears. It's so gross. <laughs> that's the that's the, to me like that's one of the, the gross. Gr- I gag every time I watch. I love that someone. I love that someone saw this and was like, maybe maybe he should direct Lord of the. Let's give him some executive. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, give him I remember you telling me that this was the f- the only movie you've ever thrown up. <laughs> I yeah <laughs> yeah. I just uh, I I got very sick watching it, but I was at a birthday party and I drank like I was the only one who wasn't drinking because I was like fifteen, and I drank like six liters of pop because <laughs> there was all this pop no one was drinking. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yeah, I you, said you were I saw really mine. sick too. Well, I got, I got sick from it. Uh, okay. So I was like, really? And then I saw that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like I just <laughs> totally just was the one thing I did not need to see with like an upset That's stomach. Great. And then I, I went and like, I just picked up like a bunch of pop, I think. But uh, okay, um, it was very gross. Yeah. So and then like it just gets the intensity and like the gore just keeps creeping closer and closer together. Mm-hmm. And like the last half an hour of the movie is just constant just stream of gore. Yeah. And yeah, excessive blood. gore. And I, I just remember like by the end of it feeling like I am a different man. <laughs> like, like I like, like you could, you would not want to just turn on that movie halfway through. Like it, it, it paces you to like, Harden your skin. It builds up to the insanity. Yeah, yeah, it, up, yeah. It, like yeah, it hardens you for it. And then so after that is the frighteners. I uh, know after after that oh, is no? heavenly creatures. I've oh, never, I've seen never that. heard of it. Uh, seen apparently that. it's it's high, highly rated. Did very yeah. well. The the one you did with the, with the frighteners, which I obviously keep mentioning, is um, Michael J. Fox plays like a paranormal ins- inspector. Uh, so. But but what you don't know is that he has like friends who are ghosts that he like talks to, and the ghosts are pretty funny. Like there's like a black guy who, like talks like a black guy, and uh, th- so his ghosts go in and haunt people, and then he like gets rid of them and gets a paycheck. Like so it's like this scam, mm-hmm. but it's oh, like a paranormal thing. And then eventually like a bigger, you know, sure. thing yeah. opens up in in the, in the movie. And moral of mystery. the story is that Lord of the Rings ruined Peter Jackson. Right. <laughs> well, I was gonna say like. Uh, the reason, a big part of the reason, apparently, he did Lord of the Rings was because for the Frighteners, he had bought all these really expensive computers to do the animation, oh, right. and like so, they were like, "Well, we we have all these computers, like we have to do something with them." So like, somehow, and that the kind of yeah, to... it kind of like led them to hmm. like this because we like we 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 bought all these computers. Like <laughs> I'm sure by the second or third Lord of the Rings, they were like totally defunct computers. Like they oh, probably, probably were not that useful, but I think they were like really expensive, like yeah. supercomputers or something like that. So that's a pretty good oh by the way your brother just texted uh, i think he's canceling tonight to go watch ufc instead of hanging out with all the cool boys so well he can pretty big go get his own pop murphy's pizza then (laughs) okay how very how very what a relevant ending (laughs) (laughs) let's uh let's go out and get some papa murphy's and and (laughs) never watch some ufc with your brother we'll eat some pizza out of the dumpster (laughs) (laughs) all right see you guys later so long losers chopsticks suck